On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, we have an influx of Star Wars collectible news thanks to the arrival of Not Comic-Con, so there are plenty of pieces of plastic to fawn over this week. We will also detail some new information on Star Wars Squadrons, in particular, how ship powers can be managed in the various classes that players can play. Of course, we are going to dive headfirst into the shallow pond that is the Hayden Christensen returning to Star Wars via Kenobi rumors which are tantalizing to say the least. Finally, we will round things out with responses to this week's fan question, as well as an update to the Battle of the Basics tournament. And to close things out, you know we will be honoring this week's top 5 Star Wars fan artists like the Star Wars art lovers that we are. Cue the music. everybody i gotta figure out how to work those buttons with my sausage fingers so i don't kill the audio this time and hopefully the audio isn't dead i'm seeing green i'm seeing yellow i am seeing red if i yell so that means you guys can maybe hear me or maybe not you know how we do it this is the star wars time show welcome everyone it's good to see we've got some of the fandos aka assholes in the chat for the live stream version welcome our friends we speak your dirty ass names um all right dude so we got a lot to talk about we didn't think we we're gonna have a lot to talk about but then san diego not comic-con uh, kind of kicked off late last week and uh, definitely in full swing this week with uh, your typical retailers and whatnot uh, sharing all of their new wares and collectibles and exclusives that would have been available in San Diego this week. But lo and behold, we have the death going around. That shit's canceled. We're attending it from home. So we're going to go through a lot of these reveals to start off. But that, that's not it. We're not just here to talk about toys. We've got this great Hayden rumor to kind of shake a little bit, kind of poke some holes into it, Mm -hmm. or at least speculate on where it could go. And then as we always do, it seems the the bread and butter of the Star Wars Time Show will be our final segments, the fan segments, if you will, where we've got a new question of the week. We've got an update on the Battle of the Basics bracket. And of course, the top five Star Wars fan artist features ball sucking segment of the week yeah plus the the matt haywood shot breakdown this week so you get to hear oh matt, no it's one of those <laughs> you know decimate his own work and and further uh, dig himself into a depression well hole. i mean it's a good thing we we do this because i don't know if i'm ever going to shoot toys again i mean it, it's been <laughs> at least a month since my last shoot and, and that one didn't go well that was the old knife through the table fist through the table shoot uh and these days as we talked you know getting online just you know, everyone here at House Haywood is starting to melt a little bit from being locked up to parents working and having a four year old that can't just stare at a wall and watch paint dry all day. Like my kid, like me, is supremely intelligent. No, no moron brain. So she needs constant uh, interactions, always asking questions. Why, why, why this, that, and the other it's thing. It's good that she's not just like a, like <sighs> an iPad YouTube zombie. Where oh, dude, trust me. She, she would be if, if I would let her because, you know, she's, she gets her YouTube kids. She has to earn her time by doing ABC mouse first. 
Uh, but it, once she gets on YouTube Kids, she could sit there and just crack out for hours on end. Then she starts talking like all those little weasels on YouTube Kids that their parents have essentially exploited to make millions of dollars. Like she'll just start talking like. I was oh, like, it, it's cool to make voices <laughs> and that type of stuff. Cause your dad, you know, you, you hear me, I make voices, I make the cats talk and all that. But when we're talking as humans to humans, don't talk like an idiot. All right. So it is what it is. We're here. No one's dead yet. I'm not divorced yet. Uh, the hats are, are in stock. You They're saw just them. not on the website. <laughs> yeah. The, the hats are, you saw the box. The hats right. are there. So don't fucking give us any more shit about these hats. They're, right. they're and I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm probably not going to do anything with them in terms of getting them on the site for at least another two weeks. Uh, I've got two more weeks of this semester to clear up as a professor, and then I'll have two weeks off. I'm not going to the beach like I usually do, so I'm going to have some free time to do that type of bullshit work. Uh, so good chance uh, within the next month, I'll say, uh, we should have the hats up on StarWarsTime.net for you to spend thousands of dollars on. Yeah. Uh, I'm even, Nick, I'm even getting to the point where I, I might just spend some time and go on like, was it Teespring or Tea Republic? Oh, Tea Republic, Tea Public. Yeah, and, yeah. and just, you know, we own our logo. We might as well just fucking start uploading the shit. And if people want to, you know, buy through them and, and get some hoodies and this, that and the other thing. Uh, I'm kind of feeling that at this point, too. So, yeah, I mean, it's easy enough. And if there are people out there who want to sport the Star Wars time right. merch, right. then we're all for it. So, yeah, I, I'm just I'm very protective of the hats. I like hats to look a certain way. And I know sometimes if you use a, a service like like Tea Republic or whatever, you they call come it, out Tee looking Public, real shitty. It can look kind of janky. I mean, it's, the stitching isn't right. But in terms of doing T-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, I'm okay with them. Hey, here's our logo. Here's a few designs. L let's rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, I, I may be reaching out to some of the fandos, <clears throat> cryophotography, uh, for some design considerations on what a cool looking shirt, hoodie, logo combination could be. Uh, but you never know. The, the, again, this is the Star Wars time show. This is me talking. Yeah. So none of, none of this is going to happen in a timely the, these fashion. These will be available for Christmas 2021. <laughs> so mark it on your calendar. Get That's ready. Right. <laughs> I will. The hats. No, no joke. I, I, my goal is within the next month, the hats are going to be on the site to buy. In terms of getting set up with one of these... Uh, you know, super duper T-shirt will split the profit manufacturers. Uh, you know, that could be down the road. But at this point in time, it's like, fuck it. Who cares? Uh, we've got at least five people that really like us. So we might as well let those five people <laughs> buy, buy our, things if they want. Them. I mean, like, we clothes. don't even have logo no. T-shirts or anything no. like that. No. Like we legitimately the only piece of Star Wars merchandise that any of or Star Wars time merchandise that either of us have are the hats. And as Matt has and Nick can't even wear can't his. Wear like. it. So, uh, yeah. So uh, I, you know, that's it. So if, right. if you guys go out and you know we do this Teespring or whatever we choose to do at the time, if you go out and buy some Star Wars time merch, you'll have some before we will. Right. So. And I'm with you, Klondike. I think we'll definitely keep the hats exclusive to the site. Yeah. But in terms of of shirts and whatnot, at least just general run. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe our logo on the back and the saying on the front or, or just the, the SWTS something. I don't know. Like I said, would have to consult some design people. But mm -hmm. 
Uh, maybe uh, we'll see what happens. So we'll see what happens. Maybe get Adrian. We'll, Adrian works for a t-shirt printing company. Th- there we right? go. There, I'm, I'm wearing it right now. I, I'm committed to wear yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a new action figure snap scent shirt every week. So, and, and so far we have not doubled up, which is fantastic. Yeah, I know. Which is, it, it's crazy that we haven't, cause we got mostly the same stuff, but we got so many that it's like, you know, we can, oh, it was awesome. It was awesome without wearing the same shirt. But on the cast. you, you did get the bad batch shirt I and did I did it. So that's shirt. kind of fucked up. That's <laughs> fucked up, Adrian. <laughs> it's all good, buddy. All good. And I don't even know if I could wear mine outside of the house. Cause I asked for smalls and these are small. Like, yeah. Matt looks like, <laughs> he looks like Lou Frigno getting ready to Hulk out. And just like, <laughs> Min- yeah. Miniature Lou, miniature Lou. <laughs> yeah. Little Hulk. Uh, all right, man. So uh, I don't think people tune in the list to talk about fake merchandise and shit we're never going to sell on the website. So uh, let's get into some items that I know Star Wars fans have already spent money on or will be spending money on. Yes. And those are all of these new action figure reveals we got, uh, I think is what is last week at some time we got the first uh, new reveals, which are these Clone Wars Siege of Mandalore Black Series figures, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, uh, Nick. I know you. You see this stuff. You're like, okay, cool, but you don't really get into the nitty gritty and how the community reacts to these things. I can tell you, these figures right here almost started a riot within the Star Wars Black Series community. Okay, so I would assume you're like not good reception was in there. Like what, what were the problems with this? Well, first and foremost, so we get this reveal for those of you listening on the radio. Uh, last week we get a reveal. I think X clue and IO nine kind of tipped us off. Uh, but Walmart was, they're having a virtual comic-con exclusives, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and a part as a part of that, they were getting four, Oh, there you go, Tones. Mm-hmm. Four exclusive Star Wars Black Series figures from the final season of The Clone Wars. So, okay, so far it doesn't sound too awful. But then you got to, you know, kind of remove yourself from just not being a collector and get yourself into the collector mindset. Okay. Getting exclusives from Walmart is a is a shit show disaster. Really? It, it's terrible. So fir- that was the first bone of contention. Okay. The second... Anyone that doesn't live in America basically has no shot at these four awesome looking figures. Okay. So like Tone, someone in the UK, are you, are you able to, can you pre-order? Would you even want to pre-order from Walmart to get it shipped to the UK? I doubt you can even do it, Nick. So Uh, Hasbro effectively cut off pretty much any other country, but the United States, (laughs) For these figures, and if you look at them, dude, I mean, we're getting the exact Ahsoka we asked for. Yep. Remember, we, we we kind of speculated on these leaks, and now we can see them. I mean, we're we're getting season seven Ahsoka in her Mandalorian, you know, uh, spandex suit. Yeah. Yep. We're getting a three thirty second clone, which has a very chintzy looking paint job, but we're getting one. Yeah, it doesn't look great. But we're we're getting a, a basic Mandalorian super commando. Mandalorian also, loyalist. When you look, it, yeah, it yeah. almost just looks like Django Fett without all the cool shit. I, I, that's exactly what it is. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm sure of it. And they they didn't even like make it a night owl Mandalorian. No. Like it's not even part of Bo's special forces. And then the last one here, which is which is fucking dope. But again, he's just a, an army builder, and that's this Mandalorian super commando. Yeah. Uh, so these figures, they're pretty fucking badass. And the other big problem with the Walmart exclusive, Nick, at least what the community was getting at, 
three out of these figures, three out of the four figures are army building type of figures, right? They're just uh, generics. Yep. There, there's the Mandalorian, there's a clone, there's a Maldalorian. Yeah, it's not like any, you couldn't add in like Gar Saxon. You couldn't add in, like you said, like you mentioned, you couldn't add in like, you know, uh, uh, Bo-Katan with her, with her fucking Night Owl outfit. You couldn't have right. like a, like a named clone 332nd, like. Yeah, there's there's that but there's army builders out there like even some of the fandoms like like a rust belt or a visual force they will buy upwards of six seven eight clone troopers eight maldalorians so again by doing these exclusives and you know they're going to sell out and this that and the other thing it, it just rubbed people the wrong way and to follow up on the actual sale which took place last week and and i got in on it and i luckily got two of each figure. But here's what happened, dude. When this went live on Walmart. Oh, I think I remember <laughs> you showing this. Yes. None of the fucking product images showed up. Yeah. None of the names showed up. You just had generic Hasbro logos and yep. it would say Star Wars. So being the freak that I am, Mr. FOMO with collecting, as most other Black Series or just collectors are in general, I was like, I'm not even fucking around. I'm not refreshing. I'm just putting a two, 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 and two in each one of these, and I'm closing my eyes and hitting add the cart. <laughs> and, and luckily, my order went through before they all sold out because Ahsoka went first, wow. and then the other ones started dropping right after that. So uh, it was just... I almost wish you could get involved in one of these exclusive FOMO buying experiences one time just to understand the ridiculous amount of stress <laughs> that us bozo toy collectors put ourselves through. When we see a reveal, we know it's an exclusive and we know it's a timed release and just that pain and the uncertainty uh, of not knowing if you're going to get them or not. Yeah, so the it, only th thing, this was a big shit show event for most Black Series collectors. The, the only thing that's been remotely close to that for me was one, the, the Wii release, which I did sit outside of a Walmart for. And then two, it's funny because this has only happened two times. It's both gaming related and it's both Nintendo consoles. And the second one was the Switch. Because like, if you remember the release of the Switch, you couldn't get one for like, three months after it came out, like getting a switch was nearly impossible. And like, I missed the launch day. I didn't like what I, I couldn't get a pre-order cause they pre-ordered out. I missed the launch day sales cause they went too fast. So I like, literally I was in like a, like a Facebook group with my friends and then like people would just drop in like this place has them. This place has a few, this place has a few. And it was just like such a stressful thing. And I remember the okay, first so, time. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's right. You you do understand this exercise then. It's not a fun one. And I'm yeah. already, since you're talking about gaming, I mean, there's every day I'm, I'm, I'm scanning the net for the, the PS5 pre-order information, right? Because yeah, that's, that's another one. I, 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 these days, I don't, I don't know if it's just because Sony is ending the PS4 on such a strong fucking run oh, of dude. exclusives. I want to play what? Ghost of Tsushima so hard. It's, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I'm telling you right now. I mean, I, I'm an Xbox guy first and foremost. I, I just like the console. I like their services better. But at this point in time, you cannot say that Sony has not just slayed, slayed this generation with first party exclusives. Oh, yeah. Dude. It's just nuts. in lockdown. I mean, you're talking to a guy that 
really hasn't gamed for shit because he ruined that hobby too by starting a video game website and getting in game media and getting review copies and basically being told what to play to review stuff versus (laughs) gaming just to enjoy it. So the fact that I now, since March, have completed Final Fantasy VII Remake, The Last of Us 2, and I'm now knee-deep in the Ghost of Tsushima, it's like Sony really just obliterated Microsoft in terms of first-party exclusives during this generation. Dude, I can't even, like, outside of Gears in the Halo games, I really can't even think of it's, a lot of Halo. It's like gotten that Microsoft bad, man. It, it really has gotten that bad. Like I mean, Ori there's, and the Blind Forest. I was going to say, was... there you go. There, there's, there's like some little titles. Yeah. Like Ori's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but I have not felt the need to buy or, or game on my Xbox One for, for months and months and months. I know, it's so. just like Spider... Like, I still have to play Spider-Man. I'm in the middle of The Last of Us 2. Ghost of Tsushima looks so good that I can't not get it. Like, Go, dude, ghosts, it's like because they actually have a Kurosawa mode. I, oh, I mean, yeah, the black if one, you're yeah. a Star Wars fan worth your salt, you should know that name. Yes. Of uh, a lot do. of Star Wars, at least the samurai aspects were mm-hmm. pulled from him, from George. Uh, I, I'm not saying the game feels like Star Wars, but it kind of feels like samurai Star Wars. Um, yeah. it, it's a. Uh, it's Sucker Punch, so infamous people. Yeah, yes, I, it's open world, but it's kind of open world samurai infamous, which makes no sense. But when you play it, it does. Dude, so I, it, I it, love it, the infamous. And like, it's just, yeah, I mean, Sony's been killer this generation. And it's just. But, oh, but by the way, dude, The Last of Us 2. It's heartbreaking. Could be, could be, could be the best video game narrative from start to finish I've ever experienced. Like, it, it, and th- there's no spoilers coming here, but it paints one of the uh, grimmest pictures of the dangers of revenge and vengeance I've ever seen and and what it can do to good people. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's amazing. I mean, it it starts off making you hurt, hate certain characters and you want them to just die the worst deaths. And then in the end, you're, you're questioning who you are as a person. (laughs) You're like, you're like, Oh my God, like this is, it's just beautiful. So I'll leave that there. This isn't a a video game podcast, but (laughs) anyways, the reason we got on this uh, random tangent here is the FOMOs with big type of of pre-orders, which these Walmart exclusives had. And we got into the gaming thing because I'm feeling it for PS five. I mean, I'm feeling it more for the PS five at this point than the Xbox 9,000. Yeah. Uh, I know that may change come this week because I think Thursday MS is doing their big, Reveal. hey, this is what this thing can play type of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, you never know. But uh, once those PS5 pre-orders go, I'm going to get that that FOMO heartbeat. That anxiety is going to kick in and I am going to be ready. Probably on Best Buy to let it rip. I'm Why Best Buy? Because I have a Best Buy credit card and I love 0% APR. I got the Amazon credit card. So that's going to be my my go-to <laughs> I'm gonna see if i can get an amazon pre-order in and i'm going right. the disc version people drop the extra money yeah all right. i think because right. i got so many i don't think Old i'm games. gonna finish it, my backlog for ps4 like i still yeah. have god of war i still have spider-man i still have yeah you're right you're right else. i'm doing this too because I, I still haven't finished the first horizon right, Zero yeah Dawn i don't and, i haven't finished that yet either Fuck. and i i mean so I think some of the people here because i know you were in video game media for a little bit so you understand it but i i have I mean, I, I have, I know people at, at high up Sony now. We're, we're fairly good friends. We remain friends. And the one guy at Sony, this is what happens at Sony. Just, just take this in, people. If you work at Sony for PlayStation, 
every fucking game that releases they put on your desk oh. like literally a physical copy if there is one or a code if there is one so so this guy i mean he, he's a little older uh, uh, late 40s in his 50s probably didn't game very much he knew i was running a game site he'd just be like hey dude anytime my desk starts to fill up with games i'll just send you a, a care package so they are cool whatever. <laughs> didn't even think about it and just you know one day a, a a fucking huge box like i'm talking weighs 20 plus pounds shows up stacks and stacks and stacks of unopened ps4 games that are still mostly sitting in swts hq so I, yes I, I get you you're right i'm going disc as well so welcome back to the ps5 time yeah. show <laughs> starring matt and nick all right dude so these walmart exclusives at this point they're pretty much gone you, you're, you're gonna have to scalp or whatnot i did get an extra ahsoka i'll sell it to you for at least three to four times the cost thank there you there you go that's called flipping it to pay for your Once own Once we addiction. get the SWTS shop up, Matt will also use that for his scalping. Yeah, that's going to become my personal, my personal scalper eBay. Yeah. So I'm just going to, just going to, everything's going to be at least double price to, to cover the cost of my initial purchase. Exactly. Um, but that's not all. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of Star Wars toy news today. So if you're not one of those type of people, maybe tune back here in, in 20 to 40 minutes because... We're not done with the Black Series reveals yet because yes. we got a few others this week. Uh, this one here, we got this is kind of a cool set. It's the Heroes of Endor Black Series set, which ships with uh, we got the Ewok, we got Han, we got Luke, and we got Leia, and they're obviously styled after their their Endor garb outside of I, I kind of wish don't you feel like Han should have got his his yeah. trench coat or his duster yeah something to make him look like he's actually ROTJ Han because I mean granted for the most part he's wearing this pretty similar garb but he does have that camo like coat that he's wearing at one point so if they would have given him that that would have made it look a little bit better um you also get a speeder bike with this as well um and this is a hasbro pulse exclusive so um, and it's not it's not up yet i'm checking it right is now not up yet there was no pre-order information available we got this through exclude they dropped this um a couple of days ago or yesterday and the the entire set price is 109 109.99 so 110 dollars you know, that han i guess that han is not too shabby i don't think we have one of those yet at least the the vest look like that okay or maybe we do i can't remember if the new hope yeah the new, well new hope he would have blue pants on yeah he face looks a little different too i don't i mean they don't look bad yeah i mean uh, and you got a soft goods little cloak here for luke um, do you think leia's getting one too or they just sent her with a fucking helmet I think she's just got the helmet, dude. Yeah, yeah as, as Klondike said, it's like, where's Leia's poncho? It, it's That's like, so weird that they only gave, they, they were probably like, well, the, the poncho can be used for Luke or Leia, but like, if you, you want to shoot them together. sexist motherfuckers at Hasbro. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, it's like, what's, what's happening here? I also like that they got Paplu with the speeder so you can reenact him stealing the speeder. Like, yeah, I just want to know if his shoulder or elbow joints will be strong enough to where we could have him flying off the back, right? Because yeah. you know when he takes off, his little furry yeah, his, ass his pops up. feet come up, yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, th this is a quality set. It, it really is. I mean, outside of Leia getting shortchanged, uh, I agree with Tones here in the chat. I, I think that Han face is, is fantastic it for is. Harrison Ford ROTJ. 
they always struggle with Luke. Uh, you can't really tell. These are a little blurry. I mean, he looks okay as, as ROTJ Luke, but uh, for some reason, they cannot figure out Mark Hamill's face in, in action figure form, at least at this scale. Mark needs to just go take a visit to Hasbro, sit down and let them like rotoscope his face. Just like- yeah, I guess they could. The- as long as they had his, his bone structure, they could de-age the, the skin and whatnot. I would so. imagine so. Like- right. Disney can for sure. Disney can de-age anybody at this point. They can fucking create humans out of nothing. It is impressive. I mean, I I still think young Leia looks. There's that uncanny valley thing with her. Pretty yeah. And Uh, but the Marvel stuff is you can't even fucking tell. I mean, it's like holy shit. No, dude, it's 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 very clean. It's very clean. So um, awesome set here. Exclusive to Hasbro Pulse. It's not like Matt said. No pre-orders are up yet. Yeah, that, that's but. nice. I mean, honestly, a lot of as a lot of fans said. I, I mean, if you're if Hasbro is going to do retailer exclusives, I, I get it. You know, they're they're getting a grease from a Walmart for that exclusive. But, you know, maybe make it timed at least. Mm-hmm. Similar to, you know, video games. If it's multi-platform, sometimes we're like, oh, you know, Xbox is going to get it for a year before PlayStation. Yep. Uh, that's what they should do with with those clones we talked about after a certain amount of time they should go up on hasbro pulse and the reason i say that hasbro makes motherfuckers pay a fee to subscribe to hasbro yeah, that's pulse what I was say like it it seems kind of unfair that not right. only you have to pay <laughs> to be in the, the the club the pulse but you also have to pay the same like a premium for the fucking yeah. figures you figure that you would get some sort of like this dude I, i'm pretty sure your 50 dollars only ensures free shipping for a year if you buy through hasbro pulse oh that's it God, it's man. not like you get hey i paid 50 i get an extra i get a 30 minute advance on exclusive windows like i can go in first that shit makes sense to me but i, I am glad this is going on pulse this probably would have been an sdc seer where not many of us would have been able to get it until either after the fact or a stripped down set so Hopefully there's enough for all of us trigger happy clicking fools uh, whenever this does hit the pulse. But, uh, you know, X Clue Magazine or our dumbasses will have that information only after I pre-order mine first. Indeed. Okay. We've talked about that. I will always share this stuff with you after I've secured my figures. Yeah, because if if you get one and Matt doesn't, you are legally obligated as a Star Wars Time subscriber and and fan to give it to matt yes that is thank that's you. in the contract that you signed yeah. upon subscribing to the podcast you so. gotta you gotta pay your what, what they used to do to kings and queens people would like come and, yeah pay your ties that's right <laughs> drop <laughs> them at my feet motherfuckers yep <laughs> <laughs> well hey if you're tired of black series reveals tough shit because we're more. not and we're going on to the next one and that is a reissue of the uh, Black Series Hothwampa and some slick looking small scale figures, as I'll call them here. Star Wars 375 mm-hmm. hashtag for those of you in the know. But uh, Nick threw this one up, too. He's He's been doing a lot of the toy posts, unfortunately, because I uh, you know got to watch the kid and, and do some work. But Nick threw this one up yesterday. We are getting a, a reissue of the Wampa. I mean, the yes. Wampa's out there. A lot of us probably already have them. Uh, looking at the images, and I tried to grab my old Wampa today. I, I'm not seeing a drastic 
uptick in quality here, Nick, for this new Wampa. So this is basically uh, like if you missed it last time. Yeah, it, it's kind of <laughs> like it's almost like an archive release yeah. is what it looks like. And I think they're still playing on the, hey, it's ESB 40th. So yep. let's just keep dropping Empire keep throwing uh, them shit out. here. I do like how it has the old Kenner style box. Yeah, that's what know. I was going to say. I, I, I do love the packaging, yeah. but, you know, I just wrote an article in Exclude Magazine issue two essentially railing on people for loving packaging so <laughs> i don't want to say it out loud too many times and i'm not going to say i'm going to buy this just for the box yeah so i um, mean hoth wampa available black series and then the like matt mentioned the the 375 3.75 inch uh release is going to be the 501st oh hold on we got a great update from tones here in the chat nick sorry okay. there is an update on the wampa they they cut out the blood that's on his face on the old one because oh, yeah wow. it's, it's really? like that elmer fudd can't have a shotgun shit anymore uh so yeah they, yeah they they it, it sounds at least what tones is saying they 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 cut the blood out and painted the paws okay i was gonna say it looks like there is some good coloration at least to like the the chest area and the hands or yeah the yeah so it does look like it is mostly paint they they updated there's no real sculpt change so I'm probably going to sit tight on this one, but as as Klondike's saying here in the chat, I mean, and, and people that have taken advantage of Hasbro's archive program, uh, those of you that weren't kind of collecting these things many years ago, these are your chances to now get them without taking it up the you-know-what, you know, yeah. the old balloon knot shot. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that Wampa, hey, if you need him, he's going to be out there too. I believe this is, as you said, another Hasbro Pulse exclusive. Yes. As is the three, seven, five inch five. This set right here, Nick and arc. Oh man. You didn't, you didn't set them as media files. So we can't click on them. Oh wait, I didn't. I, oh, I did for a fucking (laughs) Wampa. I didn't do it. It's all right. I'll I'll edit the posts for those. It's fine. Uh, These people have already looked at these, but I have to tell you, man, this set, and and we're talking about it's, it's uh, star Wars 3.75 inch. It's a set of three 501 troopers. You're getting fives, Echo, and Jesse. Mm-hmm. And they look marvelous. They do. I mean, for this size, they look so damn good. And all this did, Nick, was just make me go, why can't we get this in the six-inch format? Yeah, I, I mean, stuff like this, if you can make it look this good at three, like 3.75 inch, imagine what... A proper uh, like Black Series six inch uh, figure would look like. I mean, I mean, I, I can't like you, you take Jesse's helmet off and he's got that tattoo on his face. Uh, it's just, I mean, fives. I think he had did, didn't he have something on his tattoo, face too? Yeah, as well. Yeah, he had five, I believe. So, uh, I mean, th- these look phenomenal. And actually, one of the communities, the toy community that is, one of the, the customizers there, I think DB DB twelve customs or DB customs twelve. He literally just dropped his set of these three yesterday at the same time. Complete coincidence. He has a six inch set of these right now. I don't oh, know if shit. he's selling them, but check him out on Instagram. I, I believe again, it's DB underscore customs underscore 12 or DB underscore 12 underscore customs, something like that. Uh, but uh, DB definitely has custom uh, versions of six inch scale figures of Jesse fives and echo. Um, see, I, I, I'm not going to get this because I, I, like I said, I've, I've limited my lines these days. <laughs> I'm, I'm hot toys. 
or Black Series. Hot, Hot Toys, Black Series, or the or, occasional Mezco, even though that's or not Mezco, related. Or some other shit. Yes. I've become a Mezco sycophant at this point in time. I mean, it, it's one of the worst FOMO toy buying experiences out there, but I, I am... Their shit is just so good. I mean, I bought a fucking Nosferatu figure. I like, remember. What yeah. do I need that for? We talked about that last week, and... I, mean, I don't need just, it, but it's Mezco and he looks great. Like I took him out. He feels so nice. These guys need little, to do cloth six, clothes mashups. You got You use that Nosferatu in a mashup right. with some Star Wars. With Star figures. Wars. You have him like looming in the background. You have like a dark. Well, he, he would be good to go with some night sisters, right? Yeah. They're, they're kind of into that uh, mysticism stuff. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. I mean, so I, I've, I've moved on from the Star Wars small scale, but this set just. It, it almost looks great enough for me to even break my rule and just get these guys. Uh, but I can't because I passed on the Luke Skywalker triple set that was like this. Same quality. It was different versions of Luke. Uh, so I can't sell out my man for these clones. But but hot damn, man. Let's go, Hasbro. Get these in six-inch format so they can join their captain, Rex. Hopefully so. So September 20th or sep- September 2020, not 20th. Uh, these are also Hasbro Pulse exclusives. So if you're not paying your your tithe to to Hasbro <laughs> for the Pulse membership, do it now so you can get some of these good right. figures. Get, get your free shipping. But but don't worry, I'm not going to snag up any Wampas or any of these uh, small scale 501s. So I'll leave those for the Fandos to fight over. There you go. Uh, yeah, Klondike, don't even start on the new Gomez this week. I know it's dropping tomorrow. If you're listening, when we drop audio, it's dropping on Wednesday, the 22nd. And I guarantee it'll be sold out in about five minutes. We'll have rejected payments, regardless of how many valid forms of payment you submit. <laughs> that is the Mezco life. So, uh, But unfortunately, Mezco still ain't down with Star Wars, so... We're moving on. Yes. All right. So the the last reveal we got in terms of uh, at least Black, Black Series, Series and, and Hasbro releases, that dropped just today. And I, I saw some stuff in the chat earlier. This, this was an odd one, Nick, because, again, I feel like this was an intern button push mess. Uh, basically, what happened is Target out of nowhere today, out of nowhere, like zero announcement, zero time to prepare put up a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge exclusives store. I see that. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I first heard of it from Xclue, who first heard of it from Yakface, who eventually heard of it from StarWars.com. Like StarWars.com didn't even have their post up about it until this morning after everything already sold out on Target from people getting the leaks from other Holy sites. Shit, so man. if you're looking for these new reveals, we've got this, and it's actually a pretty slick looking first order figure, right? This, this Captain Cardinal character. I was going to say, this, this Captain Cardinal, I mean, there definitely wasn't a Sith Trooper named within the, the movies anywhere. So this has got to be like a, it just like a, a new little moniker that they threw on this guy. Captain Cardinal does look pretty cool. He's got that awesome cape he's whipping. And then the sweet ass uh, Sith Trooper red armor. Um, yeah, but hey, guess what? He was gone. I mean, l- literally, as soon as I got wind, I, I went over to Target, sold out. Pre-order's Dude, the, gone, pre-order's gone. The this only guy was things gone that are still available, I'm looking on this on the Probably site this now. shithead. Probably DJ Rex, right? No, DJ Rex is sold he's out. He's sold out. <laughs> 
<laughs> all you have is hyperdrive uh, BB unit. So the red yeah. BB that we see a little bit further down the post, and yeah, a bunch of crap. The uh, the ITS transport Lego. The, the the oh that that came back in stock. That is back in stock. So oh, if you shit. want that, for I may your have kid. To, I may have to go. I may have to go buy that. Yeah. So that that, is, that was out of stock when I when I first looked on Target. Yeah. So that's still there. It says pre order now. And then uh, everything else is sold out. DJ Rex, Captain Cardinal, Smuggler, the, the Falcon. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I, I could have got the DJ Rex the time I got on. I was just like, why? Yeah, it's like, what the fuck I, I am mean, I going to do? I know he that? used to run Star Tours. I know he's yeah. the DJ in the cantina now. Mm-hmm. But fuck off. Like, uh, that, that to me is just like pure Disney Star Wars let's make more money i like it because of the star tours thing dude. i just like because I, I i knew you'd like it star i knew tours you'd like it so many well, you, times you, right you have that you know you, you've got that strong tie to disney so i, 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 I get it i i do understand why people it's probably more of a sentimental buy yeah uh but i i have no sentiments for this shithead so <laughs> uh, i i left him for other people to to snag him but it was weird man it's like i said it it really is like Klondike is saying in the chat, Target did collectors dirtier than Walmart last week. Uh, it was it was a it was a stealth. Ta-da! Here's all this stuff. And unless you are following these secret toy channels you like a no yak idea. face who, who always seems to get scoops or exclude magazine, even StarWars.com, their 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 post for this was not put out until today. Yeah, I, I'm sure that some like you said. Usually media reveals happen on like Tuesdays and stuff. Right. I, mean, I know this isn't media. This right. is merchandise. That's what I mean. But it just came out of nowhere. Like it's- I mean, dude, even the Walmart stuff last week, they at least said, hey, look, these are new figures. And hey, tomorrow at this time, they're they're going on sale. This Target Galaxy's Edge debacle, it was like, okay, you either found it or you didn't. And by the time you did find it, if you're a real collector, they're probably already gone. And, and there's... Like, dude, this this uh, small scale Falcon is ridiculous. Like, I don't know if you if you look through some of the images, but yeah. I mean, it is loaded. I mean, it's essentially the ride. Yeah, it, it, that's it is. why it's Hondo the, the and, and Chewie come with it. Fucking, yeah, yeah. So, so you get a Hondo, you get a Chewie, you get some Porgs. It, it opens up. It's almost like a little playset. I mean, it, it's a slick small scale Falcon. It's a big one too. Gone. So it's 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 odd. I mean, even the Funkum that that's nothing I care about these days, but. You know, three years ago, I would have been heartbroken to find that that fucking R5 just disappeared before I even had a chance to click on a link. So, yep. uh, it's just it's just weird. It's a weird, and I can only credit it to again someone got click happy. Yeah. Boom. Publish. Oh shit. Here we go. Now let's just unleash everything. And sorry, you know what I mean. So, well, there you go. So these all are supposed to be dropping. August 30th. So if you want to get your pre-orders in for anything that's left, like I said, the Hyperdrive BB unit or the Resistance ITS Transport uh Lego Man, build set, that's all that you really got. Up. Yeah, you're right. Pre-order sold out and everything. I've got it up on the screen so some people can see it right now, but yeah, it's we're just down to the Hyperdrive BB and the Lego, but the Lego was sold out earlier, so that's odd. They may have gotten uh, a couple of cancellations of the pre-orders, perhaps. Who knows? I got to decide if I want this one or not. I, I'm not 100% sold on it. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, you don't really get any notable, uh, like, little mini figs from it. You get 
Vi Maradi, you get Lieutenant, I can't even read it. Like She's cool. Like, I, I don't know her name. I mean, it, it, but she's like the main, one of the main characters of Galaxy's Edge. I mean, that's a yeah. dope ass looking minifigure right there. I like the two-tone hair, but. Yeah. Lieutenant it's Beck, like, which is like a, looks like a, a Mon Calamari. Then I guess get, yeah. here we're not huge, just ship people. Uh, like I, I still got the little one. I, I kind of like when they're more of a, a Lego playset yeah. type of deal. Yeah, like something that uh, she can actually go and have fun. Yeah, with like after. this one. This one I don't know. I don't know, but I don't want to take up people's times with my him and Han on how much money I'm going to waste on Star Wars shit. In <laughs> uh, Lego, anyways, we moved on to Harry Potter, so we're in a whole other universe these days in Lego land. <laughs> All right, so in terms of the little pieces of plastic, those were the newer updates that uh, more than likely were, were released because of SDCC at home. Uh, now moving on to the big boys, the expensive shit, the uh, Star Wars Barbies, as I like to call them. Indeed. Uh, we got a kind of a... Uh, it was a wonky tour of Sideshow yesterday. Yeah. I mean, live from Sideshow. I mean, the first time they did this, the video was a disaster. It had... I mean, more lag than when video game first started to try to do online multiplayer. It, it was rough, but they eventually got it up and running. And one of the first tables they showed off was the Star Wars table. Makes sense. And there was there was a lot of either just brand new figures or prototypes of uh, figures that haven't been revealed yet. Uh, so we got some juicy looking one six Star Wars figures coming our way. I don't know when they're going to go up. Uh, but, uh, the ones that really caught my eye here, dude, from this tour, obviously number one and number two, and look, I, I just did the same thing Nick did. So if you right click on the image and then click open a new tab, then you can see them full screen. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do that now, but, uh, it's the clone, we're getting clone wars slash live action looking obi general kenobi and, and anakin, anakin skywalker. skywalker yeah dude that's those look fucking fa that anakin is money i was gonna say this anakin like this anakin's face looks like it looks better than hayden christensen it, it's like if they took hayden christensen and then did slight little things to make him a better version of himself like it looks so fucking good you could it's, if you didn't tell somebody if you just showed that face People would think that's a real human. Like, right. It's it just, it's, and it's, it's also, at least from a collector standpoint, in any sort of scale beyond the little guys, it, it's a very unique look for Anakin. Uh, because in the movies, we essentially have two versions of Anakin outside of Slave Anakin. You got his ponytail look mm -hmm. and then his long hair look. Yeah. Essentially, still wearing the same tunic for the most part, same robe. Uh, but in Clone Wars, they they played with a little bit, and they, they kind of gave him this more maroon-looking undergarment with the with the blue tunic over it. I mean, it just it's such a unique-looking Anakin. But uh, to the Clone Wars, but we're getting the live-action-looking Hayden yep. as the as the portrait. And I just I, I think it's fantastic. I mean, these can't go up for pre-order soon enough. These will be instant add to cart payment plan styles for me over at Sideshow. Uh, other stuff, I mean, we, we finally got a good look at the full Beskar Mando with Baby Yoda. I mean, my God. Yep. My mm -hmm. God. I mean, look at these two. Look at that little thing. <laughs> that look at him! <laughs> look at his face! It looks so good, especially in that one, in like the first shot you have at the two. Um, together, I know, he's got that, you don't that really little, see the full Mando. The little happy look on his face. Yeah, uh, he's like... <gasps> 
little surprise, like his little hands are sitting right there. It's beautiful. I mean, it just goes to show you, like, I, you know, I mean, you can make plenty of arguments against dumping over a thousand dollars on the Mandalorian Hot Toys figures, but I'm feeling better and better about pissing all that money away at this point in time. Uh, seeing this set, the, the full Beskar with the little guy, I mean, that that makes me happy. Oh, yeah. As does the life-size child. I mean, it looks exactly as I would expect it to look. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's, so, it's looking good. He's so goddamn small. Yeah. I mean, it looks, it looks real. I, I mean, it's outside so of having, was it, $5 million worth of, of parts in there? I mean, yeah. That's pretty much what they had on set. Yeah, dude. Uh, like even down to like the neck wrinkles under his chin. It's 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 beautiful. I mean, I can't wait to have this thing and then my kid take it and take it outside and rub it in mud and shit yeah. like that. So, so I have one question for you on these things that are showcased here. So right next to you have the two. You have the Kenobi, the Anakin, and on the first row that that top right one is that like a okay like a mythos kenobi style exactly so this was the only statue i included because i'm not a huge statue person i I have two very nice statues i I have a hulk maquette from the first avengers from sideshow that's just a work of art and i have a a man of steel from the 2012 film also nice face doesn't look like henry but either way Mm -hmm. oh by the way henry (laughs) you saw that video of him building anyone watch henry's PC building video. Dude, that was hot. I, I do like that guy. There's sometimes like I, I think he doesn't have any brains. I mean, he, uh, yeah. And I'm not saying he's smart because he can build a computer, but he is, he knows what he's doing. He's he entertaining. He figured it out, dude. He yeah, figured he, it he, out. And he's for, not just as brain dead as I thought. Because to me, Henry more or less plays the same character in everything he's in. It's a, ooh, ha, ha, like that type of guy. I loved him in Witcher. I mean, I do love the guy. Dude, he was he just, great in The Witcher. Oh, he's fantastic. That's probably the best I've ever seen him. Because it, it suits his personality so well of just kind of grunting yeah. and looking like a badass. Yeah, but that that uh, I will say, if you've never <laughs> built a computer before... It's, and you it don't sucks. have anybody there to tell you what to do. It's not that easy. It looks intimidating because you're just looking at a bunch of circuit boards and shit. And you're like, it was it was fun, man. It's it, go check out Henry Cavill on Instagram. It was from last week. It blew up. I mean, it went viral. It was yeah, so funny. It's I, worth I get, the five. I think it's like a five minute long video. And like, he, it's worth it. It's a fun apparently the watch. women in your life will appreciate it even more or, or anyone that likes the male physique in a in a sexual manner. Uh, we'll dig it probably more than than Nick and I did. I, I just thought it was funny watching him build it. My favorite is when he tries to put the chip in. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and like, he's like, he's turn. like, like no, you really have to line these pins up perfectly. Yeah, like if you fuck up, uh, especially with AMD processors where your pins it's are done. on, yeah, you're your done. Chip, it's gone. If you fuck it up, you fuck it See up. Ya. Like permanently. Yeah. Chip, chips, toast, and, and possibly the motherboard itself. So, anyways, tangent time. We're talking about statues. They did have a bunch of their mythos Star Wars statues. I mean, the the, the mall one you shared. Uh, I think there was like a, a female Sith one they had up there. But then they have the the, the reason the Kenobi's up there because this is a brand new one. So this is a mythos Kenobi statue. And again, just looks fucking gnarly. Like, I love how they have the, the, the cape going out. I don't know if the cape's part of the statue or if it has a wire in it. You can pose it. Either way, I, I just, I, I'm always going to love a good looking Mythos Kenobi. I, I think Mythos Kenobi is one of my favorite made up figure or characters out there. Yeah, I mean, this uh, looks like right after he got to, um, like, Tatooine. This, that's kind of what it looks like to me is like, you can see a little bit of tatter on his cape. You can see that his 
His like tunic is is like a little scorched and you know browned from his time on Mustafar, and even his face looks like it's got like a little bit right. of you know dust. Yeah, you know, I, honestly, dude, this Mythos Kenobi, it, it sort of reminds me of how they're styling the High Republic Jedi. I mean, I, I know they don't have armor, but they feel more like knights. Than the monk Jedi we met in the prequels in the original trilogy. Yeah, you know what I mean, they're, they're they're much more protectors. Yes, like you know, with the armor and with the the weaponry, like the yeah. Like, uh, he just this statue of, of Kenobi. It just looks like a a typical medieval knight. Yeah. I agree Albeit with, with a, a laser sword. He doesn't look like he's going to go somewhere, flip a hood over his head, and think. Right? <laughs> yes. No hood here. He's just got the, the badass cape whipping, and he's ready to fight. I also like the the effect they gave on the lightsaber as well. If you look towards the bottom near the hill. Right, yeah. You, you kind of get that yeah. almost like the Kylo Ren, too much raw energy emanating from it, too. Uh, exactly. Another one that, that uh, as Tones is saying in our chat, got him moist. It got me a chub, and that is Hoth Pilot Luke. Yeah. Uh, I know there, I believe there's a sideshow version of this guy that, that's been out for a few years, but this is the Hot Toys version. I don't have the sideshow, so this is a no-brainer for me. 100%. I also think Hot Toys is eventually going to release a Bespin 1-6 scale Luke, which I'll also need. Makes sense. Uh, and then the final new reveal here is this Django Fett, uh, which has a brand new prototype uh, face sculpt face, of yeah. Tamir on there. And uh, he looks good. I mean, it, it looks good. I'm, I'm up in the air on this Django. I, I don't know. Django just, it's never been a character that I've uh, really given two shits about. I mean, he's hey. he's one of those guys that like, he probably could have played a bigger part in some of the expanded universe stuff, considering how important he was to the story. Like, you know, he... That's he, what I mean. I mean, he, he's a huge part of the fucking story, but... but they just never he's really not. went into him enough. <laughs> no. Like, they never... A- anytime they let him talk, it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the meeting with him and Kenobi, it's, it's almost like the wishy-wishy-wish scene, except <laughs> they, they throw around curious nonstop, right? Like, I mean, Kenobi says curious at least 500 times on Kamino. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely trying to play up like, oh, I'm just trying to see what's going on curious. here. And it, but he curious. But he's not a very good spy, I would say. Yeah. Like, and, and Django's like, Boba, Boba. Yeah. And Boba, like, like Daniel just looks like he's a kid acting. And I don't know, whatever. We're not here to rail on clones. I mean, that, that, that's too easy. But I think this... Figure looks fantastic. I just don't know if it's something I give two shits about. I mean, if I'm if I'm going to get a Tamira figure, I'd almost rather. I mean, I am getting the Rex. So yep. That's our that's our bleach blonde Tamira. Uh, I'd I'd almost rather get the Cody, and and I don't even have a strong desire for that one. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just fucking hate clones, or maybe yeah. I hate Tamira Morrison. I don't know. But th- this one, even with the Mando armor, just it isn't moving me quite yet. That isn't saying I'm not going to go blow the, the 250 or whatever it's going to be, but just not move me right now. Maybe later. That's a, that's a maybe later one from Matt. So, <laughs> I mean, the, all these, you know, these, these new reveals and these new figures look great from, from Hot Toys, as they should. Um, I mean, for me, it's just, yeah, I don't know why, but that one fucking Mythos Kenobi statue just stood out hardcore. But, but this brings, finally, this brings us to the end of all of our fucking toy reveals for this week. It seemed like you had exclusives all over the place, whether it be Walmart exclusives or Target exclusives or Hasbro Pulse exclusives and all this different shit. 
And now, I mean, I expect that, you know, our toy photographers and collectors out there to have spent a pretty penny within the last week or so. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, Sideshow's running a deal right now. $200 off the legendary scale Darth Vader, which how much do you think it costs? $4,000. Okay. So now with the $200 off, it's only $2,300, guys. It's always funny. Like Sideshow Sideshow sales are just ridiculous. $200 off. They're like, hey, free shipping on your $300 figure. It's like, thank you, guys and girls. That's fucking awesome. I would have paid $5 for shipping if it got here in two days. Uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) That's- yeah, all the, I, I don't. I don't think any of this stuff is up to pre-order yet. Some of it's just like uh, if you've been on Sideshow, at least the Obi Wan and the Anakin are the old uh, uh, RSVP. We'll let you know yep. when the pre-orders go up, type of deal. So we, we don't have any of that information for you just yet. And Sideshow's not loading now, so let's just move on, man. We're gonna get out of the the, the toy arena. And into our, our last just newsy type of post before we get into some fun speculation on our boy Hayden. And that is uh, we got a pretty detailed update on Star Wars Squadrons from the official Star Wars website. Uh, and it really went into the available starfighters you're going to have at your disposal, the power management system and the the classes, if you will, as well as I, mean, I think there was some long-winded bullshit on how they designed the HUD to look if you're into that type of nonsense. Yeah, as long as the uh, HUD functions, I really don't care how you design it. Oh, dude, I, I don't know if you read the article on StarWars.com, but but one of the people just, I mean, went on for like two or three paragraphs about the HUD <laughs> and what the cockpits look like and shit. It's just like, dude, I mean, yeah, we might get in and if we're in VR, we might look around a little bit to look at the little knobs and shit you incorporate to make it look like it was built for 1977 star wars but who cares yeah it's like as long as it tells me if i can shoot where my shields are i don't care about anything else all right so we have eight starfighters in the game we've got the x-wing the t-65 uh the btl a4y wing the rz1a wing the ut60d u-wing so that's those are good guy ships yep uh, bad guy ships, the the Tie Fighter, Tie Bomber, Tie Interceptor, and a Tie Reaper. Okay. Uh, so each one of these ships is going to have their own unique feel in terms of how they fly, as well as their own functionalities. Uh, but in general, most of these ships are going to share primary weapons, countermeasures, hull outfittings, engines, and you're going to have two, they're calling them auxiliary abilities, you know, like uh, dropping mines and shit like that Yes. Yep. during a battle. So e- even though you're, you might want to pick a different type of ship, everyone's going to still kind of have these same types of uh, features. I mean, that's similar, very similar to, you know, like the old Battlefront games. Even though the guns were technically different, like you would use an E-11 blaster for one side and a different blaster for the other side, like they still function the same and, and and that's basically to prevent imbalance and uh you know fixing an issue on the balance side for the development team because if you have two different classes if you have two similar classes on both sides that do two different things then you make them harder to balance if they do this exact same thing then balancing the game becomes a lot easier so makes makes total sense that they made that decision. yeah i i guess what i really liked though and, and i know they, they tease it. it's not like this was new but 
there is going to be strategic power management during each and every battle. Okay. All right. So, and what I mean by that is that, yeah, you, you might be when you're upgrading your custom ship, you might be like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a fucking shooter. I'm going to put all my upgrade points in the lasers. I'm going to max out my lasers, Yep. which is all well and good. Like by default, your lasers are going to be pretty damn tough. But with the power management system, you also have the ability to transfer power from shields and whatnot or or engines to your lasers. Mm-hmm. So what I read, let's say you already have your lasers maxed out. You can essentially get a super duper charged laser if you reroute power from engines and shields to your already maxed lasers. Yeah. So while there's a power management system that allows you to shift power dynamically between those three systems to give you an edge or maybe give you more shields, give you more speed to catch up, or just give you more powerful weapons, just because you max out a certain power system doesn't mean there's there's still no strategies in adding more power to them. So there is going to be kind of a, you know, a, a an over 9,000 type <laughs> of uh, move for shields engines and lasers for those players that may have them just naturally maxed out uh it just it it really took me back to the x-wing tie fighter days right where that was a huge part of those games uh it wasn't so much dog fights and fighting it was more okay uh you know you, you have to escort a convoy maybe drop a lot of your power into your front shields yep because yep, you're going to exactly. be, you know, fate facing fights or uh, you need to get away or you need to dogfight. So shift some of your power to the engines. Uh, so, so I do like this. I, I do like that Squadrons isn't just going to be full on arcadey shooter shit like Call of Duty, fucking spawn and shoot, die, spawn, shoot, die, spawn, shoot, die. That, that's at least my life in multiplayer games. Spawn, shoot, shoot die, die. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's definitely it seemed like a more strategic game when they first announced it, considering that their modes are going to be 5v5 and it's not going to be like this 100 versus 100 or this whatever, this massive scale battle. Usually when you have these smaller squadron style games, you do have a little bit more strategic, you know, more of a strategic element to it. And I like that because it makes it kind of like a, you know, a a more tactical shooter, kind of like a Counter-Strike or a, you know, a, a Rainbow Six, something like that, where you you don't just go out there and like, okay, I got two kills and then I died, so it's okay. Like, you you really want to try to maximize every bit of your your time on the field to make sure that you're giving your team the best chance to win uh, individual rounds. Yeah, and I, I, I actually think it, it promotes coordination. Yeah. I mean, these games, let's be real, another reason I don't really do a lot of multiplayer is because you need to be on there with people you like, uh, people you want to game with, so on, so so forth. I mean, I, there's not many people I know that I, I like. First off, <laughs> uh, and really, anyone that I would game with these days, they're all moving into their forties, up in their fifties. So they're just like me and don't have a bunch of free time to fuck off for hours every night to really figure out team strategies, this, that, and the other thing. But it, I, I just see it here. You know, Nick and I are on. Like, hey, Nick, I'm gonna be the tank. All, all, all power to shields, and I'll be the one just kind of leading. He'll be behind me. He's like, all right, I'm going. All power to lasers. Oh shit, here they come. All power to engines. And he goes away and runs away and hides. But yeah. I mean, you, you kind of get what I'm talking about. I, I think this power management, if done correctly, will really kind of ratchet up that that the the team dynamic of this game. Uh, which could make it very addictive because I know when I used to play multiplayer games, 
every single fucking day. I'm talking every day for a year or two straight, Gears 1, COD 4. I think uh, outside of just having fun playing the game, it was getting online with the same group of dudes every night, shooting the shit, just talking, but also having fun playing strategizing yeah, you know, getting, get that guy over there the game, yeah. exactly that that's exactly it like as you feel yourself getting better as a team it just kind of adds to that Ooh, I, I gotta throw on squadrons tonight it, and i would love to feel that again with really any type of multiplayer game because multiplayer gaming is is fun it is a form of competition for us old people uh, but these days it's like, why, it why, why, why go get my teeth kicked in by myself? I'm not going to have anyone else to get their teeth kicked in with me. So I'll just sit here and play single player games. Yeah. It is hard to like, you know, it, it, it's hard to find a group of people to play a game with nowadays. I mean, like you would think it'd be easy, but it's just like, you know, especially when you get older, like you, you were talking about, you don't have as much time. So I don't know, maybe when squadrons comes out, this is like, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to get it for on PS4. Well, here, here, well, the the good thing is it's going to, I believe it supports crossplay, which is is an ingenious move. And I'm glad all the big people finally just realize like, hey, we can get closer to the PC fuckers here if we just open a few holes in our code to allow our, our network platforms to talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, you really should. If I, if I have a fucking PlayStation, Nick has an Xbox One, we should be able to play a multi-platform multiplayer game yeah, together. Yeah, it doesn't make with- sense to call it multi-platform if it doesn't matter <laughs> if you're Right, play- like you, you can only play against PS4 players, you can only play against X- Xbox players. So I, I am glad that Microsoft's, and I know it took Sony, they were the last ones to kind of yeah, come were. around to opening up this, this cross-play shit, but... I do think it's better for gaming as a whole, and I don't think it's going to hurt any of the the big game makers out there at no, all. I don't think so. Either, and, uh, so. I, I appreciate it, Tones. Tones says he would be my Porkins uh, <laughs> if, if we uh, form up a squad, a Star Wars time show squad. There maybe we should. I mean, maybe we should. We could, we could have like a, a rotating squad. We'll, we'll start a, a clan, if yeah, you will, the, say, the Star Wars like time a, show a clan. clan. system out there, we'll make, a, <laughs> make it SWCS Oh, that, that'd, be, that'd be fun, but... Uh, I mean, honestly, Tones, when I played Gears, I played almost exclusively with people from the UK. (laughs) Uh, So much so that when I took a trip over there to watch the Steelers play in Wembley, I met up and hang out and hung out multiple days with the... I mean, I was very good friends with these dudes from the UK over gaming. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I miss that type of shit. Yeah. Uh, and maybe Squadrons will will give that to us with the added uh, cherry of it being Star Wars. So yeah, agreed. I'm looking forward to it. I think this game is it's something that Star Wars needs right now, which is like a a persistent game that's not going to just phase out. That's not just going to say like, hey, you know, this is its two year development cycle. We're moving on to the next one. I mean, who knows? Maybe if if this becomes popular, they do decide to iterate on it further. Yeah, we'll and, see. You know. But as we discussed, they're like, hey, 40 bucks, take it or leave it. This is it. Yeah. They were like, uh, we are not giving you content updates. We're not giving <laughs> this is going. This is the game. We're going to balance it. And that's it. Like, we're not going to give you a whole bunch of new shit. So, you know, if it's popular enough, maybe they will decide to to iterate on this. Maybe go in and add some some DLCs later down the line. But yeah, we'll um, see. I mean, hey, money money talks, right? So if, if exactly. a bunch of people flock this game and they see that it has a recurring player base, as in every night X amount of people log in. Mm-hmm. 
some someone in a suit sitting there up in an ivory tower of EA is going to be like, okay, uh, how can we how can we monetize this? Yeah, monthly. How active can we how can users, we squeeze some more cash out of this? Right, daily so. active users. That's what counts for these these you know <laughs> game development companies. How uh, can I get? You never know. You never know. I am looking forward to it, and I will be getting it on PS4 due to the PSVR uh, oh, yes. functionality. And I've just become a a PlayStation homer these last few months because of all the exclusives. They kill it, man. They bought There's all so the many. right studios. <laughs> man, they sure did. They sure did. Uh, uh, and this is coming, what, October 4, I think, the the drop on Squadrons. Yes. Still not done yet. We did get... Uh, there, there are going to be classes that mm-hmm. each one of these the eight Starfighters fit into, Nick, and they're... They're typical. I mean, we've yeah, got the fighter like- class ships, the interceptor class, which are more the just straight up dog fighting. Uh, where fighter class, I would think the the X wing and the Tie fighter, you know, they belong mm-hmm. to this because they are. They're just they're all around balanced. That's typically what I like to choose in a in a class based shooter, if you will, is yeah. the the bounce class because i pretty much suck at everything else so i might as well just take the the middle road right yeah that's typically what i do too in like nowadays too in games i'm starting to play support classes more because yes me too dude because you don't have to worry about aiming and shooting exactly you don't have to you don't have to be accurate with your shots anymore (laughs) that's why i loved uh damn what was his name in overwatch ah roller skate boy oh lucio I love Lucio. Yeah, because uh, you don't even have you don't even have to shoot your gun. All you got to do is no skate just around your friends, skate around people, man. I mean, dude, that <laughs> game was so much fun. It really is a yeah. fun ash team based shooter. It's just another one. Mm-hmm. No people to play with, and people just get too damn good. So see you later. Yeah, I have uh, kind of. I've been sat myself that. out of that game. I've been playing it a little bit. I I play all Blizzard game. Well, I guess all Blizzard games were only available on PC until Overwatch, but I play that on my computer as well. So, see, that's uh, crazy, man. I, I've got friends. I didn't even know that Diablo three has active seasons and shit still going on. Yeah, dude, they it's like season twenty one of Diablo <laughs> or something like <laughs> it's that. Insane. It is nuts. Like, yeah, because like all these people just, you know, they like their clicky clicks. Yeah, I, I love Diablo too. I mean, I, I'm all for a brainless clicky clicker. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, it's like Blizzard's kind of like a rock star where they, they can squeeze years and years and years out of a title. Oh, you yeah. know, it's old. I mean, shit, people still play GTA 5 and I feel like that game came out on xbox one or xbox two. Yeah, like whatever the xbox 360 and like... That is their big, like, that was Rockstar's big reveal for the next generation, too, right. is GTA 5 for fucking PS5 and Xbox Series. Uh, which whatever. means, just like we said with Squadrons, whoever's looking at the analytics just went, hey, yep, this makes sense. Let's yeah. keep going. People, just keep supporting this game. Yeah, people are still playing. So for uh, for those of you out there who are gamers and are complaining about Rockstar not making a new Grand Theft Auto, stop playing GTA 5. Yeah, stop playing the old shit, my friends. Yeah. Uh, it's like we said before, if you, if you ever want these big companies to change, just don't give them the money. Like all you that bitch about CODs get repetitive, well then quit spending collectively five to six hundred million dollars the day it releases. It's true. It's true. That's like a big neon sign to greedy people. Make more, make more, make more. Who cares about trying different things? I mean, I, I would do it too. If I if I own these licenses and, and people are coughing up half a billion on a yearly basis yeah, for essentially the same thing, 
fucking a i'm, I'm cranking out call yeah. of duty one two three four five six seven eight nine ten fifty yeah I'll, I'll just change this color here i'll 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 make it russia instead of china and then there we go <laughs> well how do these days they're just bringing back the old characters that are dead and just saying they're new adventures or, or it's a remaster so yeah. i mean doesn't matter uh, anymore you know speak in a capitalistic society speak with your dollars indeed so uh star wars squadrons october of 2020 i'm pretty sure it's like october 7th or something like that whatever the first video game release i'll throw out another date so we have three i'll go october 4 (laughs) yeah i think it might it's like we went four six seven so guess you pick one the first the first tuesday of october is the sixth so that's probably That's probably what it is. Okay. Like uh, we never said we're reliable for information. Uh, there's no Noah outlaws here. Yeah, we are not yeah. as informed as Kessel Run Radio. One hundred fucking scoops. True. Fuckers. <laughs> All right. So let's get into some rumoring here, Nick. Indeed. Yeah, who knows? I mean, this might have come from Noah himself, the new god of breaking Star Wars news. <laughs> Uh, this is kind of all over the place uh, last week, right? We, we get this rumor out here from another site. You're going like, who the fuck are these people? LRM online. Yeah. Uh, but it, it got picked up everywhere. We, we we fell for it. We went for the clickbait. I mean, these days I'm I'm hard up for to talk about anything that we just don't make up. So I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. Uh, so Nick threw it up here. But really, I mean, we've talked about this before, but there's a new wrinkle to this rumor, right, Nick? Yes, there is. So the, you know, Kenobi series getting hayden christensen as anakin has been around for a while but now lrm online is reporting that uh quote unquote reporting that this deal is for a series regular so if you are familiar with tv lingo that means that that anakin is likely going to be in every episode he's not going to just pop in for a cameo or he's not going to be a one-time appearance or you know a a you know a once or twice in the series he's likely going to be in every episode in some capacity well i mean if, if it's truly staying at four episodes that, that makes sense right i mean that, that's not going to be too hard i mean there's been other stuff floating around kenobi in the, in the star wars rumor verse about how the creative differences and this that and the other thing but i think the last we heard anything official four episodes tops i believe yeah i don't remember that one specifically but I th- Which is a crime. I mean, that's a, that's a fucking crime. I mean, uh, Kenobi should have got at least eight, six, multiple seasons, but it's fine. I just want it to happen at this point. I, I'm still not even sold it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, look, if we get four 45-minute long episodes, that's still a good chunk of content. That's three hours of content for you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, right, so with, with this new wrinkle, Nick, uh, I mean, if he is a series regular, and as you said, that means he's going to appear in probably every episode, especially if it is only a four episode uh, limited series. Mm-hmm. So how do we do this? I mean, is it full on just always flashback into the good old days? I mean, you know, I imagine Ben or if he's calling himself Ben at this point, Obi's hanging out, probably feeling pretty bad about himself. I mean, he thinks he just killed his friend but yep. probably knows he didn't because he's probably heard about the rumblings of vader at this point because i don't think this is happening like immediately after revenge right it's a, it's i think it's it's, it's a, a, maybe a couple years yeah, removed. i think it's like one or two years after the end of revenge of the sith and right in my opinion the best way to do this 
It, I mean, like, it has to be through flashbacks and dream sequences. Well, it's kind of what the, the peanut gallery's saying here, and what I was thinking, working through my head, but it's like, I don't want to say that every episode starts this way, but, you know, maybe it is just Kenobi, he has PTSD, and, and it's from the turn, the betrayal, seeing his best friend laying there burning alive. I hate you. That type of shit. That's going to fuck somebody up. Oh yeah. I mean, Uh, so he like, he's, it's almost going to be like his, his Jedi therapy is going to be reflecting on, and maybe it's even Ben asking questions and and we see like, if I would have done this differently, could I have prevented Anakin's fall? If I didn't push him this way, could I have, maybe that's what we'll be getting stuff like that. Like shoulda, woulda, coulda, in Ben's mind, even though he there's really nothing he could have ever done to stop this, but any of us, if we lose someone this close to us, as tragic as Ben did, he's going to be trying to justify why he failed and, and what he could have done to avoid it. And yeah. I, I think that's what we'll get. Yeah, I mean, looking back on specific moments, um, the good thing is is that since you know Hayden is filming and Hayden is you know apparently signed on to do this. You're not, it's not going to be flashbacks of things that we've already seen before. So it's going to be completely new content and it's going to be new content. That's going to be more, it's going to give more context into the things around his fall or maybe more context into his relationship. So maybe we see some Clone Wars, you know, TV series scenes that are, you know, reimagined for live action, or we get even more things that we haven't seen even inside of Clone Wars. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we just looked at his Clone Wars Hot Toys figure. Yeah, give us, give us that Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, get him sure. in the maroon and blue. Let's let's actually see live action Anakin and live action Obi Wan fighting in the Clone Wars, having that general to general camaraderie that we saw in the show. Seeing Anakin pretty much show him up all the time, but do it in a fun way that makes Obi-Wan laugh and still love the guy. I mean, a perfect example of that was uh, the first episode of Siege of Mandalore, right? I mean, yeah. Obi-Wan is at a standstill on a bridge. His forces mm-hmm. are getting pelted yeah. and homeboy just rolls up just very casually, up. starts talking shit to Obi-Wan like, hey man, do you want me to finish this now for you? Goes out, talks shit and, and wins the day. That's the type of stuff... I would imagine we may be seeing, because as Nick has said and I have said, I envision Ben, I keep calling him Ben because that's how I envision him on on Tatooine, but I do see Ben thinking of both the good times and the times where he may have felt like he fucked up with Anakin during the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, and we might get a, a insights into both, like their true brotherly love moments, but also their moments where Obi-Wan probably should have said, hey, dude. What the fuck are you doing? What What are you doing, man? Like that's that's like some fucking Palpatine. Level. Well, he wouldn't know Palpatine, but that that's yeah. some that that kind of feels like the dark side, brother. Yeah. So tone that I mean, shit down a little bit. You know, maybe talking to him sooner about his whole relationship with Padme and 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 treating that whole thing differently. You know what I would like to see, and I keep kind of coming back to this idea when people ask me, like, "Well, how is he going to be in it?" And most like ninety nine point nine percent it's going to be flashbacks and dreams and stuff like that. But what I would really think, you know, what would really be interesting to me is if they, if they had forced communication between those two, but in the way that they would be able to do this is that in my head, Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader are two different entities. 
like they are they're separated in terms of who they are sure as sure i mean that, that same thing with ben solo and kylo ren that's why exactly. they create this other persona this, this other that, personality so like if he is like force communicating with anakin like the anakin that is trapped within ah, okay like you, you know and i think that would be interesting because anakin is talking to him like I could like I I can still be saved or I can still like there's still hope for me or like they're having a conversation I, about like exactly I like that, where or, or wrong. even or even it's just like an anguished voice like that's all Obi-Wan mm-hmm. can pick up from Anakin it's just pure pain mm-hmm. loss and suffering so it's not like he can even communicate but he knows that Anakin never died and yeah, Anakin like, is probably this fucking tear going around the galaxy yeah. right now just like anakin is still alive but now this the the new the the duality of his personality like the vader is now the prominent force within him right. and but you can still hear anakin suffering through the force or something I, like that. Yeah. I just i think there's no shot in hell we get vader in a kenobi series I feel like Vader to to Lucasfilm and Disney at this point is like a sacred cow. And they're not going to fuck with him in in the TV stuff for some reason. Yeah, I mean, it was so successful, though, in Rogue One. No shit, man. I mean, in anyone we talk to, anyone that listens to our dumbasses, that's probably the one thing that Star Wars fans these days, as fucked up as we are, as divided as we are... The one thing we can all kumbaya around is Darth Vader everything. Yeah. Uh, more comic books, more books, more audio books, TV shows, movies, cartoons, whatever. We would we would take spoon feeding of Vader nonstop. I just think that like I think what what scares Disney about it is they they've already seen what what can happen when you fuck up Darth Vader and it was in the prequels like what, yeah, what I, I, I agree I agree because I, I was I mean that was my big beef with the prequels is like you fucked up my big bad guy yeah so you I mean, turned him into a little whiny human <laughs> so then you have to decide like okay if we're gonna make a Vader series do we focus do we do what people have been saying and show you a Vader that is this this conflicted human being or do you show them the mindless killing machine that he was you know that he was from fucking his introduction in a new oh, hope to we right need it all we need of, it all man because that that's who he is like the comics to me portray vader the best yeah because you get this internal struggle where you know he hates himself you know he fucking hates the decision he made but because he's so committed to hate now He's he's fine going out and committing all the atrocities. So you get that inner reflection and suffering, but then you get the badass spectacle of an unleashed Vader. Yeah. And we just I'm going to say it. It is owed to us at this point. right? Yeah, I think it's I'm an American. I can be <laughs> entitled. It is owed to my freedoms and liberties to see Darth Vader in live action form kicking the shit out of stuff. Rebels. But also coming to terms with the, the the chaos in his head. Yeah, I think for me, I mean, like, it's a no-brainer, but then I know that, like, man, it's just, it, it, it's got to be hard because, like, who do you get to do it? Like, who who is going to, who the fuck is going to do that? Because that in itself is so hard to do for, like, you know, 
one person for even a team of people is to say like we are going to show you darth vader in in the in the worst period of his life and you know god like i i can't even imagine like i can't usually i'm pretty good at like oh i would like this person to make this series i can't even think of who i would want to make that because there's nothing really like it that's ever been done before like what series of either movies or 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 tv shows focuses on a villain that knows they are bad like not not a villain like dexter where he thinks that he's helping oh, people I know. and well, I mean, you could technically use that argument because as, as Tones is saying here, I mean, he's saying he doesn't think Vader was conflicted until he knew about Luke. I mean, I'll, I'll disagree with that. I, in terms of turning back to the light, maybe, but in terms of just being having inner turmoil, the, the guy's head is scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. I mean, after what he does and rots, he is fucking destroyed mentally. Uh, he he hates himself. He hates what the emperor's always trying to you know undermine him and send people to kill him. He's trying to kill the emperor himself. I mean, it's, it's just nonstop anger, hate, distrust, fear. So he's 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 scatterbrained. I mean, he, yeah. he's definitely uh, maybe conflicted is not the, the the best term because that implies he's oh should I go back to the light or shouldn't? And I, I mean, he, like even within the comic series, we've seen that he still remembers and he still lives within Anakin Skywalker at times because when he meets Sabe her her well, yeah just her in this double. recent run yeah. I mean he he essentially gets exposed like he almost gets shot yeah caught off guard because when he sees Sabe literally wearing an old Padme outfit or still looking just like her that's there the Anakin just jumps right to the forefront yeah and he he's taken aback a bit, and then of course he starts fucking force choking her, like, "Hey, motherfucker, don't point a gun at me. Who are you? What'd you do to Padme?" Type of stuff. So that that's the 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 conflict I'm I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, he did a lot of horrible stuff, but there he there was still, as Nick said, and you know, Tones had another good question. He he was kind of equating what you were saying about Anakin and Vader, um, equating it to Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Kind of, yeah. It's 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 a similar type of mindset because. Like, well, like you were just saying, it, it depends on what's happening at the time. Like, if he sees, like, he can be yeah, I, I actually, back to Anakin pretty easily. Right. I, I do. I think Tones bringing that up does does make the best sense for how we're trying to describe this guy. I, I do. I mean, he obviously he's not as cartoonish as, you know, oh, bad or stupid, that type of stuff. Uh, but, you know, as even Obi-Wan lied about, Darth Vader murdered and betrayed anakin skywalker yeah and Uh, so he did he kind of shoved that id down down deep down but he would it would still pop up i mean what what do you think he's doing in that that meditation chamber in his back to tank in rogue one you think he's thinking about the the, you know the next planet he can go kick the shit out of he's either thinking about his his mistakes and his pain and suffering or how he can take out palpatine yeah it's it's something that we've really never seen before in Star Wars or in just like general TV, you know, period. Like there's there's really not anything like it. And I think it's the reason that there's not anything like it is because Darth Vader is such a unique villain in a sense that every villain has a has a piece of humanity within him and can be redeemed as has been shown throughout cinema history. But there's not been a villain that that people really 
identify with and want to be around and, and want to see the inner workings of them as much as they do Vader. So, I mean, is it ever going to happen? I mean, I don't know. It, it's such a huge, that would be such it's, a huge It's odd, task. man. I mean, at this point, I almost feel like George had a clause. Like, don't fuck with my guy. I already fucked him up. Just leave him alone. It could have been. Uh, because to me, to me, it's a it's a no-brainer. This is a cash cow project. Yeah. I know we're, we're, we're way beyond our, our Kenobi topic at this point. And we... We typically find ourselves sitting here jerking ourselves off in a circle jerk fashion talking about these Darth Vader series. And it just it just seems so simple that people would just flock to this and love it and universally praise it. I just I mean, I don't know how they could mess this up. But I mean, anyways, See, like if, if hold the on, guy we, we got someone did. in chat here. I don't know if this is a new person. They changed your name, but I love the handle. Thanks for joining in there, Brando Calrissian. Oh, that's like that. <laughs> that's a that's and yes. A good one. I've been waiting on the Vader comics as well. Yeah, used to make was... videos on them. So hopefully, I think August they might be finally just saying "fuck it, let's roll this stuff." Yeah, out. both both Matt and I are caught up on the most recent Vader run, and I'm looking forward to it too. You know the the person that I would trust to do this series the most, George Lucas, Damon Lindelof, the guy who did Watchmen. All right. I, I could do that or Filoni. Filoni, I think, would be interesting. I don't know if you have to get dark with this series. Like you have to get real dark. Yeah, I, I think I just maybe they work together because uh, no one at this point is going. No one knows the essence of Star Wars better than Mister David Filoni. Yeah, I think that nobody any- like like the guy still just that essay he did or that verbal essay he did on the Phantom Menace and the Duel of Fates and what that really meant. I mean, that is like Nobel Prize winning Star Wars conjecture. Yeah, I mean, right? that that's PhD level Star Wars. Like he learned it from <laughs> the maker himself. Like, So he, he needs to be like, he would, I agree. I think, I think Damon can tell some pretty fucked up shit. Uh, you know, I mean, Watchmen definitely touched on some really heavy uh, like heavy heavy topics that we're currently dealing with uh, like the exact shit today in this country but exactly uh, so yeah i mean i I don't know i I like that pairing but i think feloni at this point needs to be attached to any star wars project anything with a new creator like whether it is you know uh you know damon lindelof coming in for the first time or you you know you bring in a new a new person for the Star Wars live action films. I think Filoni has to be. How about involved. this one? Go ahead. Nolan. Nolan. I mean, look, look at the look at the study he did on Batman over three movies. No, I mean, I know Batman's not a bad guy, but he's kind of he's in know, the middle. Like he's and he he kind of makes him a bad guy at the end of the Dark Knight and all that type of stuff. Yeah, I, I think Nolan would be good for getting in the head of Vader because he, he kind of. He does. Nolan hit. does a really good job of of bringing out the like the inner monologue of characters in, yes. the, in, in that's, live action. That's, that's what I want. Uh, OK, I'm too dumb to know those terms, but th- that's what I want from Vader because we, we, we get it in comic book form. I want it in movie pictures like, yes. you know, not words and shit. shit. Yeah. From last <laughs> week. Hey, Greggy boy's in here. Hey, Greg, another fantastic homage to the show. I, I know you didn't get your top five, but I, I love it. Anytime you break out little goldenrod with his <laughs> Star Wars time hat and the Star Wars time room, I mean, 
fantastic. He had a bong. He had a words and shit book. He had the Galactic Republic poster. I mean, it was it was. I mean, just so just many little that. Star Wars time show Easter eggs from. I will man, say Greg that Bird. that came that you shared that picture after the top five came out. Yeah. So. It so it's a, it could it could be in the running for next week, but now that Nick knows about it, he's definitely not going to pick definitely it. So not I, I wouldn't be. In there. I wouldn't get your hopes. <laughs> but um, no, he sent it to me on Facebook. I think so. Yeah, it's funny. Greg's trying to make his case anywhere, but yeah, I Words mean, like, shit. no, anybody who can take. I mean, Batman is a is a darker hero than what you would he would you know than what you typically see in comic books or movies. So I think he would do really well because he does. He does a really good job of portraying a character's inner mindset in an exterior fashion, like in, in their words and actions on in live action. So I think he would do really well. I just, I know that, it, I mean, like you could say David Fincher, but like, because Fincher always does dark shit. Like you, anything you watch at David Fincher, you're like, man, that's fucked up. Like Gone Girl and Fight Club and all his shit's always fucked up. But I just don't know if 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 necessarily that style is what you would want for for it's, a it, dude. It is. It's a fine line. Maybe that's why it's never been done. But if you know, I'm 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 no movie maker. I'm not in cinema. Uh, but if I were, I would probably grab some of the recent Star Wars comics and start there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there there's so much easy source material that they could just convert up to yeah, a, I mean, a film like or a tv just, series if you just gave that to somebody if like if you gave that to somebody who was going to take over the vader series and be like read this right and this will show you where this character is yeah that, this is this is how we've dealt with him in canon form in in the comics and see you you can hear him talking to himself and you can also see him kicking the shit out of people yeah because like uh, so, so kind of go this way I and mean, that, that's where i would start here's my issue with george doing it because you brought up george I don't I don't think he could do it dark enough like George has maintained from the moment that he created Star Wars until the day that he stopped doing it that Star Wars was for children like Star Wars is a kid's property yeah and in a in a sense it is like and in a sense it should be because if you and I've said this multiple times if you want a property to last generations multiple generations not just this is what it is for now. Right. Hey man, right, right here. A lot of us born in the seventies and eighties, we are poster childs for getting us addicted to the Kool-Aid young and what it can do literally for a lifetime. Yeah. But, and then even, but like you're the perfect example because <laughs> you were generationally raised with the first star Wars. Yeah. And then now you are fostering the new generation uh -huh. into and, and I just I just saw it on a I still hate that I have Facebook, but it, it's for some of the shit we do with the site, this, that and the other thing. But it popped up the memory the first time she asked for Star Wars. So yeah. I, I, it refreshed my mind. She was just over two years old, just over. I'm talking like turn two and two months later, unsolicited. Hey, daddy, I want to watch Star Wars. It's like, boom, there we go. So that, that was a fantastic yeah. memory. Something I'll never forget. But no, you're exactly right. I mean, we. We just keep passing it down just like people before us, before there was media, before there was written language. We're just telling the stories to our young ones. They tell it to their young ones. And then we all go watch The Last Jedi and yeah. hate Star Wars for the rest of our <laughs> lives. And I, I, so I don't think that George would be able to separate himself from that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Like I'll he, give you that. he wouldn't, he would make it too, I don't want to say he'd make it too prequely, but like he would make it to where Vader 
you can't make it to where Vader is sympathetic, but you have to make him, you have to make it in a spot where you can be like, man, this guy's fucked up and I kind of feel bad for him. But then in the same vein, you like when you feel that the next scene has to be like him murdering a village. Like you can't ever get to the point to where you feel sympathetic for Vader all the time. Because then if you do that, you lose what the what the original trilogy built him to be. So you really have to play a fine line between... I, like- I, yeah, I, I take back George doing it because, <laughs> again, I think for Vader, you'd have to have a really strong dialogue writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that we, we know that's not our boy's strong suit, so... Yeah, he's, he's not a good... <laughs> I, I rescind that. I rescind that. I, I still want to leave Filoni at least as a producer, an EP, yeah. something like that on the table. Yeah, I mean... Uh, we're getting some here. Robert Rodriguez, that, that might not be bad. I mean, he is uh, working on the Mando, he so is. we'll, yeah, we'll I mean, see what he does Mando. there. So... Uh, but just before we, we kind of kick this one, Nick, because we kind of dominated Wait. Kenobi with our fan fiction <laughs> Vader once, but... True. I think uh, we, we've covered how we think Hayden could be in there. I, I do think flashbacks is, is the most obvious, which might mean that's not going to be the route. But let's say he is coming in as Vader. Uh, they can't meet first and foremost. They cannot. Right? Because, no. I mean, Greggy Boy brought this up. Uh, you know, at last the circle is now complete, blah, blah, blah. We meet again, that, that shit. So yeah. we can't really have these two meet. Uh, but we could, you know, just get let's check in with the Empire during these times. And we, we could see a Hayden in a back to tank or on a table out of the armor type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you uh, could see that. That could be the only other way I, I see him showing up in Kenobi. But again, if he is a series regular, uh, I think the only way to get there and actually see his face and not just have him chopped up in CG is probably going to be flashbacks to the Clone Wars specifically, or maybe just moments we never got to see with these two, you know, shooting the shit. Uh, I don't know if they'll go back as far back as to when he's a Padawan. I mean, be kind of the weird. Good thing but is that Hayden didn't Hayden didn't age much. He he's not bad. I mean, he, he, the face is a little aged, just like you know me. I'm turning forty next week. I've got I've got the wrinkles, the age. It's it's coming in. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know if he could play Padawan Anakin believably. Uh, so I'm hoping that they stick to when they are Jedi Knights, like true. True brothers. It's no longer the master and the apprentice. It's when they they became those best of friends. You were my brother. That type of stuff. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, there's a uh, lot of time. I would not mind them. seeing Vader out of the armor, though. I, I those even those little moments we've gotten throughout the franchise, just a little tease in Empire, yeah, and then the the deeper one in Rogue. Those are always interesting to me. So I, I would take one of those as well. Dude, could you imagine if he had like a if he had like a half suit or something like that, that he would use like in his personal, yeah, like his, quarters. like his eve, like his evening gown, you know, yeah, he's yeah. just chilling. He's he, not he, in the full it, armor. It basically just gives him legs <laughs> <laughs> so he can walk around. Yeah. He's got like a, just an oxygen tank, which, you know, like, you know, uh, emphysema people yeah, towed around. Yeah, like he's just, just carrying that on. with them. Yeah. <laughs> that would be like sweet. That. But, uh, it would I mean, be it, rad to see, unsuited vader with just like you said just his legs and arms like the armor's not there but he's got his robo legs and robo arms yeah i mean i think i mean i don't know dude like i would love to see it but i think like kind of like we were just talking about i don't think they want to fuck with vader proper 
in any yeah. big way. In no, this yeah, I, 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 so like I, I do think it would be flashback. And I, I'm honestly, I'm all for that because uh, my biggest beef from the prequels was we never really got to see Anakin getting a little flippy, a little touchy on the dark side outside of that AOTC moment, which is excellent. Yeah. Uh, in, in the Lars garage. So, you know, like I said, maybe, maybe we get some of that where Obi is, it just looks at him like, fuck man, that's, how I did have I done, not see that? Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Or, or, you know, stuff like that. Or just the the camaraderie, like the bros, you know, fist bumps, that type of shit. Exactly. So I, I think that would be excellent. I think it would give Hayden a chance to be redeemed. Not that it was really his fault that he looked like a bozo in the prequels. Nah. Uh, but it, it would allow him hopefully to come back and, and kind of get the the fan love and praise that he was probably expecting during the prequels. Yeah, yeah. I think and so a lot too. of us are revisionists now. I mean, the prequels are some of them 20 plus years old. Say, dude, like, We're all like, oh, man, Hayden, poor guy, poor guy, poor guy. I feel so. A lot of us were the ones fucking vomiting on him. So, yeah, uh, just, I mean, just I don't want to cut like maybe not revisionist <laughs> history, but it's definitely softening as the years go on. I, and I'm it. one of them. I'm one of them. I, yeah. I, I am a I'm bullshit. Like my opinions are bullshit it, it, with, with the Clone Wars. And maybe just getting older and, and watching them over and over with the kid. It's just the, the prequels are getting much more tolerable to me. Yeah. Uh, but this guy still, I mean, his, his acting is is horrendous at times. The, the lines good. he has to deliver are garbage. Uh, so it would be nice for this at one time Golden Globe nominated actor to actually nail it and and do what he can do in in his star wars role because he is anakin skywalker forever yeah i mean like that's, that's never gonna change will be known for from so now until the day he dies yeah let's give him another crack to really give us the anakin we all were looking for or at least i was looking for yeah so i mean we'll see we'll see if it happens uh, i hope it does i really hope it does i mean this is one i i do hope comes true because like i said i i want to see this guy again as much as i kind of hated him for stuff i probably shouldn't have hated him for in the prequels he's anakin skywalker i mean he's on my shelf as a one six scale barbie uh, mm-hmm. he is the guy yeah so uh we're still assuming that there's gonna be a january 2021 start date for filming of <laughs> Kenobi we'll see if that happens with you know everything that's going on with the pandemic and if they can open up Hollywood shoots again depending well, on Well I, I mean I know world. Boyega was back on set cuz he made news this week's essentially replying to a comment like I'm done with Star Wars Yeah and, I mean you know some some people ran with that I know Star Wars theory did a big video on it like oh my god he's he's never doing Star Wars again it's like, where dude, everybody who's everybody who's who worked in Star Wars whether it be the original trilogy the prequel trilogy or the sequel trilogy when their trilogy is done, they they always say that. They're like, well, I'm done with Star Wars now. Right. I mean, and that's even I what mean, John says. Like, well, don't people move on to other roles once yeah. once their work's done? I mean, it's not like, it's not like Disney has come out and said, hey, we're making Finn 1, Finn 2, and Finn 3, the trilogy. Yeah, it's like you got, he's got to work. Like, he's going to go on and do other things. It's right. not like Mark Hamill didn't just sit down after ROTJ was done and say like, well... I'm just waiting for the next Star Wars to be made. Like the guy wouldn't made a career for himself outside of Star Wars. And that's what yeah, you have to I do. mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think Boyega is smart on social media. So replying the way he replies does add to yeah. the fan discussion. Yeah, uh, there, there's no there's no doubt about that. But I, I still think if Disney rolled up to Boyega is like, hey, man. 
you know, we, we, we fucked up with your character. We want to pursue the, the force angle. What are you thinking about a, you know, Finn movie? I, I don't good, know, man. I think he, good, I mean, good chance Boyega is going to go. How much? Okay. I think for any actor, it's definitely down to the money, except for a few. Like there are a, a very limited number of actors who literally right. will just take stuff that they want to do. And I don't think he is there yet. <laughs> so I think if they, if they put something in front of him, that was good. Uh, he would, he would come back. The, no the doubt, one no person doubt. that I don't think would come back to star Wars. I, I think Mark is probably done. Yes, I agree that, that I he, he is over it, over it. I mean, uh, the whole sequel trilogy definitely didn't play out the way he I thought think, for like, his he, character. He suffered through that for yeah. the fans. Like, he, right. he, and he, he felt would... it. He fell on the sword yeah. for it. You know, I mean, he, he took some shit for even talking out against how Luke was portrayed. And then he came around and he's just over that. I mean, I, I just think at this point, Mark's like, you know what? What, what the fuck am I doing? I should have just stayed in a recording booth, kicking ass as the Joker. Yeah. So okay, I, get, I don't get think get mixed up in back. these lunatic Star Wars shit again. Yeah. And then Oscar's a wild card for me because I don't think one, I don't think that there is enough story to bring him back without the other two. Right. So you couldn't really bring Poe back as a solo. But then again, he voiced Poe in the sh- in Resistance, the show. Like, but yeah, well, he's the one that also said, if I need another house or yeah, something like that, I, I'd think about it. So I mean, at least he's honest. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, I think that kind of wraps our, our topics for the week. Before we get into the Star Wars Time Show fan segment, the segment that at least the Fando assholes stick around for here. So uh, before we get into the top five, though, we're going to get into our what do we got first here? We have, looks, well, let's do, we'll do our the question battle of the, bracket update first. Battle bracket first? Yeah, so let's do the, uh, the battle The Kara bracket. one or the Mando one? Let's start off with the, the Kara versus Kandorus. All right, let me uh, bring this up on the screen here. Go ahead, hide, hide you, bring you up. All right, there we go, Nick. Go ahead, break it down. So Kara versus Kandorus Oro. This was the final matchup of our bracket. So there was uh, real one quick. That I, this. Sometimes we forget that maybe new people do listen to us. I know it's hard to believe, but <laughs> if you are someone new listening, uh, over the past, really since the lockdown, we've been getting into fictional tournaments with Star Wars characters. Yes. The first one was uh, the Battle of the Force users, and this one we're looking at now is the Battle of the Basics. So it's all your non-force users. Non-force user peoples. And so. we're, we're rounding out the, the first round here. These two battles you're going to see now will complete round one. Yes. So and then after... Go ahead, Nick. I'm going to go ahead and take my pee break of the cast. There we go. So Kandorosoro uh, versus... Uh, Kara Dune, so Kara from Mandalorian. So that broke out 79% for Kara, 21% for Kandara. So a pretty big stomping there. And honestly, I'm going to take this opportunity here to say that uh, I'm disappointed in the number of votes that I'm seeing on these on these new polls. Uh, specifically for this Kara versus Kandarus one, uh, we only had we had 200 and 200 plus people who saw it, but only had 70 total votes. Come on, people. Put your fucking name on the board. So Kara wins some notable Kara Dune voters. We have Scion XTC. We have Jason B. Michael. We have, let's see here. I'm glad Dad you mentioned Fett, that, Nick. Klondike uh, Studios. Go ahead, Matt. I, I, 
I haven't wanted to say it out loud, but I'm pretty sure IG has robbed us of our new follower and just we've been jailed, essentially. Mm. There we go. It's been this way for a couple months because we, we don't nearly get the number of likes just on our amazing features that we we share of everybody. So yeah, I think we we may be uh, in a bit of a downswing. But what's pissing me off is that you can see on this image uh, that it, I shared. You are right. Two hundred and seventeen right. people saw it, but He's only right. seventy people voted. Take the second. Click a name. You're click, a bunch of lazy cocksuckers. Uh, right. So you're not even assholes anymore. Now you're cocksuckers. Yeah. Come on, people. Sean Forney art. Miss Geeky Gem, Baron's Black Series, Tones, uh, Liam, Cryo, Action Figure Noob. These are all of our Rust Belt Collector. These are all of our uh, <laughs> notable Kara voters, notable Candorous voters, if there are any. Uh, SWTBS Wild Wing, and then Greggy Boy and his other two hat, his other two accounts. <laughs> Greg now has three votes. I'm just putting Red this boy. out there, everybody. He's that, stacking the deck. That Greg has three votes See, now. I He's told got, you, mail-in voting is a fraud. Yeah. SWT hats, SWT assholes for life, and then Mr. Star Wars Black Series 2019 himself. <laughs> so those are, those are the three Greg Way to go, Re- Greg. That's a way to get, you know, kind of work through some of the, the red tape. Yeah, so uh, Cara Dune <laughs> wins that matchup. And then on to the next one. So we had Mando, the Mandalorian, versus Jen Erso here in this vote. And as I said in the, in the image associated, tough matchup for Jin. But she actually did pretty well. 11% to 89% for, for Mando. So um, not a complete stomp. Uh, notable. <laughs> and I will say that the voting numbers on this one were, were significantly better. We had over 100 and, 120 votes here. Um, so notable Mando voters. Action figure snaps are good for an Adrian Belgar who provided us with these awesome Star Wars t-shirts that both matt and i are sporting um we had liam voting for mando let's see who else we have here work more or less so jason voting we had there's a lot of names to scroll down here intergalactic raptor that's klondike. still one of the best handles out there i know the i love it and he does it's some good amazing. stuff too klondike hans Greedo, baron's black series toy box photography Miss Geeky Gem. Oh, yeah. Captain Ordo, Nico I Tronus. Mean, we definitely have some regulars. Yeah. Like these, these are people that you can tell click on our shit every day because they see it all the time. I'm pretty sure Greg is trying to, to throw a wrench into the voting because he also, him and his two <laughs> alt accounts also <laughs> voted for Jin in this one. Yeah. Uh, well, we, he, he's saying here in chat that he he's still feeling salty over getting fucked over with the Fando stuff. So that's why he's <laughs> created an army of bots. There we go. To to go influence the vote. Greg, you this is how voting in a democracy works. <laughs> Just because the thing that you voted for didn't win doesn't oh, mean that you it. have to sabotage votes for everybody else. Uh, other hey, voters, oh, super scoundrel just showed up. What up? There we go. Uh, other voters for Jen still force. That was somebody that was featured recently. Figure hurts. Ross Bell collector all voted for Jen. I mean, I'm going to say Jen is scrappy and Jen would definitely put up a good fight. I just don't know if she could beat Mando. No, so. there's no chance. Like if I would have voted on this one, as I'm sitting here talking shit about people and being lazy with votes, I, I didn't vote on any of these. <laughs> I try not to. Cause I used to like in the first bracket, I would vote on the star Wars time account. Got and then it. I realized, I'm like, man, that's fucked up. It's, I shouldn't be voting. I should let the people decide. There you go. Um, but I think I'm going to start voting on my personal account just to offset Greg. 
Um, well, yeah, I, I have I have two personal accounts, so I'm definitely gonna start throwing my my big dick around. Yeah. Um. So that's the end of round one. So Mando <laughs> winning his matchup versus Jin, and hey, I mean Mando Jin just it wouldn't even be close. It would. He's got too many gadgets. Too many gadgets. So I'm gonna take this time to reveal the matchups for round two. Ho. So we have some really fucking good matchups here, everybody. I'm just gonna throw this out here. So you have the first battle of round two chewbacca versus boba fett oh right interesting interesting well i mean uh, everyone's kind of favorite is chewy yeah i mean, I mean was, he's the he number was one kind of the he's the kind of the foregone conclusion I'm, I'm feeling here yeah i mean i feel like it could come down to i mean it could come down to a chewy versus mando who knows so chewbacca versus boba is the first matchup that that better not be close, man. Because <laughs> Bobo is it Boba, not Boba. Bo- Bobo, <laughs> Bobo, the I'm, fucking I'm clown. Listening to too much Stern show. Uh, yeah, Boba, he is a clown. Yeah, he's a clown in the movies. He's a clown. That's the one I'm envisioning. So I mean, Chewbacca rip his arms and legs <laughs> off. Next up, this one's interesting. It's Han versus Django. Han Solo versus Django Fett. Huh. It's like. Now, like, obviously, in terms of just popularity and who loves people the most, Han is, is the big popular one here. But if we break it down to a bat, like, Jango Fett is a trained Mandalorian bounty hunter. And, and Han Solo, yes, he is a very intelligent, he is a very savvy smuggler who's fought against the Empire. He's fought against, I mean, hell, he even fought against the, the uh, Rebellion um all all good points yeah so i mean this is an interesting matchup i feel like this is you know kind of you know nick there would be a time where i would i would have laughed at this one because of Django. because i i I look at him as uh, as big of a buffoon as his clone son yeah but you reminded me of a of a a little battle he had in attack of the clones against kenobi yeah right I mean, Kenobi and, is the runner-up. He was the he he got second place in our battle of the Force users and our battle for the Force uh, user. Uh, and he did. I mean, w- without the Force and just using his gadgets, he I don't want to say he bested him, but he at least delayed him enough to get away. Yeah, like he he held his own in a battle against the like the he he took Jedi. a harder hit walking into the Slave One than he did from Kenobi. Do you yeah. ever watch that? Like when Django walks in, he. The CG, they fucked it up, so he, like, clips his head when he walks into the Slave 1 at the end of that fight. <laughs> I'd have to watch it again. <laughs> it's almost as bad as the Stormtrooper walking into the like, door coming up in head. A New Hope. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of the same thing, but they, I believe the story is they had to do it because of the digital, they fucked up the digital model or something, so they oh. had to make it look like his head bent under. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. He is right. I mean, Greg is right. The only advantage Han would get is is the shooting first, and I'm, I'm always a Han shot first type of guy, yeah. I think. And, I mean, Han, hey, he's really good with a pistol and like i said the way that this battle breaks down like these battles go if you've never voted before is the first time you're hearing about it you take the best version of each right. character so it, I, I would go Django. Decide. i would go Django now and that's solely because you sold me on the Django kenobi fight that's the only reason why i, I would take Django at this point there you go otherwise it would have been han just because you know he shoots first he's, he's a solo, pimp yeah. and i think he has a bigger penis probably probably so so Definitely. Han versus Django second matchup. Next matchup is Captain Rex versus Cad Bane. Now this is a tough oh, one for you, sir. Oh, it's a tough one for you. Oh, 
That one hurts, man. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I, 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 I would still probably just like gun to my head, Captain Rex. Yeah, I think I just because I mean, what we know of him, he all the shit he did to to get out of Order sixty six. He makes it all the way up to the and through the rebellion. Yep. Uh, where Cad kind of gets bested by someone that I still think is a bozo. <laughs> and really, the, the Bobo is a teen at best when he bests Cad. Not that that's canon these days because the episode never made it to light, but it is at least in my head. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'd go Rex. Yeah. Sexy Rexy. All right. And then the last matchup, the last matchup for round two is Mando versus Cara Dune, a rematch of their fight in oh look at that in the show <laughs> it's almost like nick knows how to make these brackets it's almost like you know i've done that this dude before. that one that's a perfect pairing so Mando you're telling me Cara. in round two we got din versus Kara, Cara, yeah. whatever you want to call her car cynthia yeah that's dope i that's like a, that that's I, a I, round, one, round two is nice man round yeah. two definitely i know round one's always going to look a little wonky because you got to put in some turds against yeah some, i mean you got you know some hosses have- but Karth Onassi in there and you know Jin versus Mando that's just how what happens in round ones but look I mean this is a solid round two I I, I like a lot of these matchups I am getting validation from tones that uh, Django hitting his head was done on purpose nice it's supposedly a genetic fault with clones and stormtroopers they they can't walk into archways without hitting their head <laughs> I mean, that's I know George addressed it in, in either the commentary behind the scenes. I, I'm tr- I know now, I make a lot of shit up, but I, I'm not I making that up. I know that for the actual, for the moment in, in, in four, the, ex, the, the canon explanation behind that is at that point in the Imperial reign, they had already started to uh, recruit non Yeah, they're, they're normal people, right. And they built everything to spec inside of Imperial facilities to clone spec. Because that's what who's working around the most are clones. So you have taller people that are now, you know, not lining up exactly. I would have just went with course. we had a, a dumbass extra that couldn't see out of his fucking helmet and ran into the thing. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what it was. It's so. like it, it, you don't need a canon explanation for everything. But that is round two of the battle bracket. That'll probably that'll either kick off today or tomorrow. So keep an eye out in our story yeah, for it. If you see the post, vote in the story. Yes. If you see the post, vote in the story. Uh, so make sure to check our stories. All for right, it. man. Good stuff there. Definitely looking forward to round two. Yes. But now we have our uh, responses to the question of the week, which I always forget to actually. No, actually, we well, we can see the questions, some of the story responses here. Yes. So the question, uh, just for those of you listening, <laughs> I'll, I'll read it out. You, you put the one in from my friend. You, <laughs> you left it in there. I left right. it in there. Um, Lucasfilm approaches you for the next Star Wars film project. What is your billion dollar idea? So there's a lot of people talking shit about any era of Star Wars. This Star Wars sucks. This Star Wars sucks. I want to see what you people could come up with for fucking how to make a billion dollar movie. Nick essentially turned you into Bob Iger and Kathleen Kennedy. So you had all the money. And you had control of Lucasfilm. Yeah. What do you make? What were you going to do? And, and we got some uh, interesting <laughs> answers, some repetitive answers, and some dumb answers to be expected from the Fando assholes. Yes. Uh, but the first one here, this comes from EK, <laughs> EKU Rory. I may or may not know this uh, individual. <laughs> and his reply was, Chewy backstory from birth. From birth. <laughs> 
So that's going to cover about a hundred in something years uh, oh, development. Many. I mean, what is he like? Is he one fifty or one eighty in solo? In solo, I, I think he's like one hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah, one hundred and fifty. So yeah, then, then we time. add another. We add another at least fifty years to that. So yeah, I mean that that is that would be a hell of a a biopic, I guess, on yeah. on Chewbacca. I would almost like to see it as like a uh, like a. You know those like autobiographical documentaries where like they cut in footage of people and then you see the actual person sitting there talking about like what it was like. So you have like footage of fucking Chewie fighting on Cloud City and then it cuts back to like Chewie sitting behind like a like in front of a black screen single camera and he's just like <laughs> and then there's a translator who's just like yeah Chewbacca said that that yeah. particular fight was very stressful. He didn't know whether or not to trust Lando Calrissian, and they were really just flying by the seat of their pants. Like, so Chewbacca, just, this is your life. Yeah, that, <laughs> that'd be fun. Like, I, I mean, I, I guess we could kind of take it this way. We learned that a young Yoda species, even at fifty, is a baby. We know that Wookies also have long life, so yeah. it could be interesting. You know, what what is a fifty-year-old Chewbacca doing? Yeah, I know, right? Or, or, or what's a, what's a twenty-year-old Chewbacca doing? Is he is he still massive? Is he ripping arms off a of Gundark or ears off a of Gundarks? Or uh, I mean, what what do we got here? So I mean, it it, it would be odd. But it is Chewbacca. I mean, Chewbacca is core to the franchise. And, and I'm not saying I wouldn't want to see what a little baby Chewbacca was up to. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it could be interesting. Billion dollars? I don't know about that. But <laughs> Well, like it would be Chewbacca 1, Chewbacca 2, Chewbacca 50. I mean, it essentially be what Rambo's going to turn into. Yeah, exactly. Until fucking Sylvester Stallone literally dies on set. Oh, he's, he's, he's already saying there may be another one. Like, even yeah. though the, the last Rambo is supposed to be the last Rambo, he's saying, hey, don't I worry. I haven't even seen the last Rambo, It's dude. the extended cut, which I actually recommend not watching because it, it uh, just adds stupid shit, doesn't add any killing. Uh, but I believe it's it's up on Prime right now for free. Have to so. Check it out. Have to check yeah. it out. All right. Y- you have to. I mean, it's still it's still yeah. For what it is, I mean, it's still some just great gory murder. Yeah. So next okay. up, we got DP Johansson here. Um, his says, "Take it back to the very start of the Force being used. Tell the story of how the Jedi yeah. and Sith came to be. Gives you much. I, I, I could get so all into this. Yeah. I, and I, I've explained this before. I mean, it, it seems with any type of fantastical franchise be it star wars be it lord of the rings harry potter whatever i get consumed with learning more lore yes uh, and in this case the the genesis of the force and its two sides the jedi and the sith uh you could definitely invest a billion dollars in into that uh, trilogy or, or more than a trilogy yeah yeah I, and if i'm not mistaken this was rumored to be the project that, um, you know, Game of Thrones guys were working on, Weiss and Benioff. Um, obviously, they're no longer involved in Star Wars and have, you know, moved, moved on from that. But this is something, this or something similar is what they were working on. And I could say, man, like, that would be a super interesting time. And, you know, that would even be, I mean, you're talking way back before the old Republic. You're, oh yeah, is, dude. I mean, th- this, this would almost be like primordial. I mean, maybe they're on Mortis or some shit and you see how things kind of spread out from there. Yeah. Uh, but you'd almost have to tie it back to that planet. We were going to go back there if shit didn't get fucked up and, and Carrie didn't die. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, I mean, I, I, we we could you know maybe learn more about the 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 father, the triumvirate, not the Sith triumvirate, but the but the father, the sister, and the son. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all that type of stuff. How and that came to be. Dude, I, I, you I, could almost treat it like a like a Greek gods esque type of beginning because if you think about it, like you have these three, like the triumvirate, which is like the gods, and they would then gift the gift exactly. of the force to human beings or to, right. you know, sentient species around. Yeah, the like world. like the sister links up with someone and, and gives them the light. The 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 brother links up with someone and gives them the dark. And the and the father's just sitting there like, well, that's how we balance shit and here yeah, we go. It's like he's now like, you know, trying to mediate this this unbelievable power that's been unleashed on the galaxy, on right. the universe. So I think that would be a really cool thing is not is to treat it kind of like a Greek tragedy in a way where you're, you're not only interacting with the people who have this power now or were gifted it, but you're also seeing like, what do these gods, these, these, these holders of the power do now? Like, what did like, was there ever a point in galactic history where these three entities were actually trying to like manipulate the people who yeah, are using man, I, it? I, I'm glad you brought that because I was just thinking, it's like, you know, what if if you believe in this stuff or even just look back at Roman history, how, you know, hey, the God of war, the God of this, God of that. I mean, what if they did like Zeus? They would just, mm-hmm. they would find the planet of, you know, bipedals or humanoids and they would bestow their gifts upon them and, and kind of see what happens. And if it got too fucking crazy, they, they wipe them all out. Or, you know, maybe that's how force made it down from the force heavens, if you will. So I, I do like that Greek gods approach to this Genesis of the force. And it's, you know, the dichotomy, the, the, the light and the dark. So yeah. I, I really liked, I like this idea. Cause it, it just, it, it, it harkens back to my desire uh, even for human history, I, I love our lore too. Like if you just go back and see some shit, yeah, you, you can kind of see why things are the way they are. I mean, religion itself is a very fascinating human creation to really think hard on, and and why it came to be, why it was so fantastical back before humans could communicate or share ideas, and why these days we don't. You know, there's, Dude, there's religion not... was so much cooler back in the day. Oh yeah, back then, <laughs> you, you know, if if humans started to pop off, God would just be like, "Fuck you," and and flood the planet. Yeah, so yeah, he'd like, just be like, "No, yeah." Like where's for some the flood reason, now? <laughs> for some reason, when humans can communicate and share ideas, that stuff never happens. But I'm not going to get into a, a my thoughts on organized religion right now. But I let's just say I've spent some time thinking about and how it, it used to be so fantastical, yet now it's just got to believe you just got to believe even though this used to happen it seems like every other day there'd be something showing up in the sky or people floating around now you just got to believe in it yeah you just got uh, it it'll happen eventually but yeah but that's I, what i mean like it, it just go back to history and just read like why do you think there were gods created because people are fucking dumb and they're sitting there how's that light thing make it from here to here and it goes away and then this other white light comes up and everything gets dark oh there's some asshole up in the sky easily that that's how he just fucking drags it on his boat just he just moves the the shade down so like (laughs) i want i want to get that stuff for star wars all right and that's kind of where i think this was looking at so good one there let's move on to the next yeah so next up is sean forney so sean forney artist the guy who's always giving us good 
terms to use whenever we see a piece of art that we have no idea how to describe. And we forget them, so we just stick to he arted or she arted the fuck out of it. Yeah, real ass paint is my... Oh, yeah, that's right. You (laughs) added real ass paint to our lexicon last week. We added words and shit, galactic republic, (laughs) and real ass paint. Yeah, so that was our contributions to the art discussion. But uh, Sean Sean actually has a pretty popular idea that, that has been echoed a couple of times. Uh, Jedi versus Sith there in the Old Republic. So yes, this is something that everybody has wanted for for years. But but he adds a little twist to it that I think makes it more interesting. Yeah, so something along the lines of Infinity War and Endgame where a group of Sith get the upper hand in the first movie and then Jedi regroup and take the fight to the Sith. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the idea and it's... I mean, there's definitely been stories like that written in old canon and those were the most interesting to me, especially... I mean, like, just think about, you know, the, you know, the, the Darth Revan times. I mean, you have this massive invasion from Malak and his forces from the unknown regions, and they essentially fucking rock the, the, the galaxy to its core. And you do, you, you play that group of, of light side users that, that regroup and take the fight to the Sith. Um, so it would be very similar to the Old Republic, and I say the Old Republic video games. I don't know if it ever got really dire in that because you were still was still like, yeah. Know. I I just I like his idea on the 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 double feature. Yeah, and, and I mean if you really think back to it, Infinity War hit so hard because we're not used to that shit. Yeah, when we go to a a fun popcorn summer blockbuster, regardless of how bad. Sh- shit gets for the heroes we always know by the time we walk out it's miller time right they're gonna win yeah uh and they didn't and it was shocking especially if you didn't spoil any of that stuff and you walked into it even at the end there when you're like okay whatever he maybe nothing and then you see them disappear you're like oh shit they're they're really gonna end it here with oh shit there there goes black he just had a fucking movie come out they just killed him you're like, holy shit. So I, I would love to see that with Star Wars because Star Wars always is just, you know, I mean, the rise of Skywalker is the prototypical Miller time. Good guys are always going to win type of movie. It's like so I think it would be nice to kind of give us a a somber. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess Empire, Empire is as close as one. it gets. Empire is the one where you're like, holy fuck. Like, all right. Well, there you go. And look, it's universally praised as the best ever. So yeah. I guess we're kind of we like when the, the bad guys win. So I, I would love to see that. And then just the the tension and the anxiety of waiting a year uh, to see that to see it finish in the culmination film. I just I, I what the MCU did with the Infinity War. Hell, just building up to that is yeah. should have won a Nobel Prize. But just those two films were, were fantastic, like the the anticipation, uh, the payoff. I'd argue Infinity War is probably a better movie overall. But then Endgame with the I Am Iron Man moment that made me cry the first five times I saw it. <laughs> it doesn't quite hit me as much as it does now, but just fantastic stuff. So good ideas, Sean. I, I would definitely support this in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, moving on here to Greg, not Twinkle Tits, but Galactic Battlefront, Battlefront. Yes. Greg. Uh, he says Clone War style, and this is again another popular choice. Uh, Clone War style band of brothers, um, starting from training in the Battle of Geonosis to the final moments of the Clone Wars with some uh, purge era moments, throne ending. What? Yeah. Ending with them in Stormtrooper armor. Ending with them in Stormtrooper armor, Disney Plus series. So essentially going from their 
their baptism by fire all the way up to if any of them actually uh, transitioned over to traditional stormtroopers. Yeah, I, I but, mean, but sticking I, with but sticking with like a platoon, just like the what were they? The hundred first in Band of Brothers. Yeah, the, Easy uh, Company, right? Yeah, easy, I mean, Easy Company, the yeah. uh, five hundred and. 502nd or something like that. I can't remember their. their, I, their I know battalion. Easy Company was part of the 101st. Who the 100 fuck 101st Airborne. Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think this would make for a good series for sure. I don't think it would make for good movies. Because, um, I mean, this right. was the question was film project, but I cannot argue the fact that this would make a fantastic series. But again, if you're doing this, one, if you're doing this Band of Brothers style, I don't want it animated. Like this has to be live action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I and agree. The problem with Clone Wars era live action stuff is you have to clone digitally clone one human being over and over again. Um, do I think it could still be good animated? Yes, but I don't think it can be. I don't think that you can have the effect that no. Band of Brothers had. No in an anime. Band, Band of Brothers is one of the single greatest collection of World War II stories, uh, heroism ever created. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's... Uh, and I would, I would want it, I would essentially want this Star Wars Band of Brothers with clones to be identical. Uh, we, we meet the company at the beginning as they're training. We stay with them at, through a deployment. We stay with them once they get... Uh, you know, troops added back in after their best friends have gotten leveled by the CIS. Yep. Uh, I, and you are right. I mean, live action, the the emotion would hit way harder than than animated, but it would get a little dicey having a bunch of Tamaras with different accents and slight nuances to the voice. Yeah. It, um, it gets a little dicey, but I mean, there's you can do that in different eras as well. Like you could do that. You could show it from the rebel perspective, like you right. could go or, or bozo stormtroopers would be kind of fun. I mean, yeah. what, what do these stormtroopers think? Are they all just brainwashed machines? Were they like the Nazi forces just doing what they were told by their superiors, even though they knew it was wrong at times? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this concept could be to apply to a lot of factions in Star Wars. So that was a, a good one there from Galactic Battlefront. Yes. All right, up next, hey, we got a, a Fando asshole peanut gallery member uh, here, participant yeah. here, and this is Tones, and he's going with either a Top Gun-style movie based within the flight training school of the Empire or Rebellion, or a Godfather-style movie featuring the rise of... Man, good stuff. The rise of Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, the, again, the... the the Jabba movie was brought up later by somebody else, so this is another popular choice here. But doing it in like Godfather style, yeah. I think that'd be that'd be hilarious. It would be funny if nothing else. Uh. Um, the Top Gun style thing, I think you're gonna get a little bit of that in the story aspect of Squadrons. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you'll get a little bit of a little bit of that. Um, but I do think that for me, I think that would be more interesting. The Godfather style, like if it was definitely, you know, if it was gangsters and you're, you're, you're focusing on this underworld story again, I think it could do well, but it's just like, it's one of those things where you have to be very careful with your storytelling because it still has to be Star Wars. Like it still has to be a, like, you know. Yeah. But I mean, just, just apply 
godfather and you have all these warring mobs yeah right yeah you got the jewish mob you got the italian mob this that and the other thing uh, yeah I, you could you could definitely get something out of this because you know you already have the hut cartel mm-hmm. uh we we've got crimson dawn uh, got the with the, the shadow collective yeah. the blue sun all these all these people so there, there could definitely be uh, some intrigue and infighting of of these uh, cartels either trying to take over someone else's territory, you know, topple the huts and mm-hmm. their their smuggling ring, or to- topple crimson and their their spice uh, operations. Yeah, no, yeah, I could. Uh, see but it. In, in terms of like pure just adrenaline action, yeah, the the Top Gun would be would be rad. I mean, I, I I'm. I loved Top Gun when I was little. I loved Iron Eagle. I mean, I, I used to collect F sixteen. I just loved jets, and that this did all the still new stems Top from. Top Gun movie come out or did no? It, did it's it, it's lost in COVID oh. death. Okay. I mean, at this point, they've even Tenet. They're just like fuck it. It's not coming out for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, mov- movies are dead, man. We're dead. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I like the ideas, and I like the creative kind of thought behind yeah. the Godfather style movie. Because it would definitely take some massaging. Like you would have to like really work that the correct way. But I also think that that if we do get solo continuations, that you could have yes. a little bit of that. Yes, solo solo would fit into this perfectly, yeah. perfectly. Because in my mind, Jabba could not be the main character. Uh, no, he's he's, no, no. he's stationary. He would have to be like old Marlon Brando, where mm-hmm. you know it's just few shots here or there that's about it uh so like the, this the the whole gangster take on star wars would have to feature a either an up-and-comer or, or someone big within the cartels or you know someone like solo trying to make his name in this cd part of the uh, star wars yeah, universe so that, i think both of these would work great yeah i agree i think that these are both very good ideas and, and very different so yeah, as 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 always tones definitely uh takes his time to think these through yeah so all right next up we have tong wars and he said now's the time to make a thrawn movie set before rogue one during the planning of the initial death star cameos from vader and palpatine showing him disagreeing with the plan because he was he was a detractor he wanted he wanted the the tie defenders yes the ships right uh he'd be banished and sent to the unknown regions movie set largely during the period of time during this period with Thrawn in an anti-hero type role, can't decide on who I'd like to play him, though. Um, there were a couple of comments. Yo, that, is this Lego Star Wars Tong? That's what I thought, too, but I didn't know. Like, I don't know if that's him or not. <laughs> I didn't huh. click on his... Because it is the Lego pictures. Right. Maybe he just changed his name to Tong Wars to make it shorter. Huh. Um, but I do like this idea. I do like this idea because Thrawn is such an intriguing character. No, he'd, then, he'd, he'd be great in a movie. I mean, Thrawn, he's a great character to form a movie behind. And, and I like the anti-hero stance where to us, to the audience, he would be the protagonist. But within the universe, he's still a, a bad guy. And yeah. I think that's, that'd be a very interesting way to watch a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I think so as well. And, you know, throwing in this idea of him being banished to the unknown regions would also be interesting because... Thrawn isn't necessarily like he's pretty from I don't want to say familiar but like Thrawn is very resourceful and that's how he ended up in in you know the imperial superstructure anyway so I would like to see like exactly what he would do there 
Um, I will say that this storyline, basically up until he'd be banished to the Unknown Regions, is already within the novels. So, like, him, you know, set before Rogue One, yes, and, you know, disagreeing with... The, hey, perfect. He he won't need your full billion then. He could, he could you know, maybe just take 500 yeah, million. Yeah, he'd only need half the budget, so... But He'll yeah, give the other half to Tones to make either the gangster or Top Gun. Yeah, so, uh, but I do agree that I think having live-action Thrawn is yeah. is a good he, he works he works well in live yeah. action I, I i even though he's never been in it i can tell you right now he works well in yeah live action i think so like stoic villains always do really well yeah okay uh, next one tc dot toy photography republic commandos not sure about the details but definitely a high stakes mission following the delta squad from the game this comes up again in one of our responses um so the republic commandos and delta squad is a is a is a very popular pick. As I, well. I remember one. I think Scorch was one of their names. I think he was the the red one. But they yeah. they were they were cool. It was a fun game. I mean, it was like a squad based. Was a third person shooter. Yeah, where you could kind of switch between each commando. Each, each, each commando, commando kind of was class, right? There was a mm-hmm. tanky one. There was a yeah. There was a sniper a, type of one. There was the Bernie guy that you Scorch was like Scorch wasn't the tank. He was another one of them. But yeah, I mean. I think like this again would be like a, I don't think that, I think you could play this differently than a Band of Brothers style of, of show. I Th- think- this could be a movie to me, like straight up 80s action special forces Chuck Norris shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that for or, or like an, or like a Schwarzenegger, like a commando, where it's just wanton ass kicking by the good guys. Like yeah. just ridiculous ass kicking by the good guys like against insurmountable of, odds. Yeah, it's got to be like some sort of rescue mission. Like these Republic <laughs> commandos are rescuing a, a captive senator from CIS oh my God. something. And then every movie, every action movie should be commando from the 80s. <laughs> that was probably that's, i think it was one of the first schwarzenegger movies i probably watched it when i was way too young for the language in it I, that is just one of the greatest action movies ever because it, it's zero everything but arnold kicking the fuck out of it like a whole division of bad guys yeah see now like this right here now that i think about it a little bit more this could be like if we saw more bad batch during clone wars this is what yeah. they were yeah they were no, yeah 100 percent. a little i mean their screws were a lot looser and they were genetically modified for certain strengths but yeah 100 percent. yeah this is that that is what so we are essentially getting this in some form with the bad batch i think yeah so we're, we're it, it'll be close um all right next up uh jdr 1205 two ideas he says first a war film during Clone Wars, Band of Brothers style, gritty, dirty. Put the okay, wars we, in Star Wars. We've got that one. Yeah, so we talked about that one already. Second one, I like this. Order 66 Jedi Hunt. Show us a badass Vader yeah, and jump right. into the creation of the Inquisitors. So I, rewind the show, you know, like a half hour or so, and that's basically our reply to that. It's an, it's an em- emphatic yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and in, like in a movie style, because I really do think... People have been talking about like, you know, there's now a new trilogy that is, you know, the, you know, the, that leads up to basically, uh, a new hope. But I think that this could be a very, you know, you have solo, you have rogue one, and then you have the clone wars. Um, but I think that this could be a, a good two movie set 
that literally does that like shows you the visceral the more visceral side of the imperial turn like the yeah you know the the order 66 and everything and like again that. dude the the i think it was the end of the 2019 vader run covers this almost specifically yeah i mean it's it's vader fresh in the suit he he has to go hunt down a jedi the jedi beats the shit out of him because you know vader's still all fucked up uh he eventually gets the upper hand but that's how he gets his crystal bleeds it this that and the other thing so yeah i mean all I don't want to go into it because we, you know, we're running long today <laughs> and we already talked for about 30 minutes on a Vader project tangent. Yeah. So all that applies. If, yeah. if you're just tuning in now, uh, rewind a little bit to our Hayden topic and listen to that vomit because we have tons of words and shit for you to <laughs> listen to. For sure. Uh, but yeah, any, anytime you throw a, a Vader project at me, I will give you the billion dollars. Yes. I just need to find it. All right, next up, we have Kagoda Customs, live-action Darth Revan, uh, Darth Bane establishing the Rule of Two, or live-action vignettes of Sith Lords throughout Fantastic. different time periods. Again, yeah, getting Dark all the side. bad guys. Yes, Dark side I'm all focus. for it. All for it. I think it's just like, there's, there, like for, a, for a property that is so rich in villains, you don't focus on them enough. Like, every villain, like... I I would argue that like people complained about Kylo Ren being like this emotional kind of immature villain, but like that's what made him so much different than every other villain that we've seen in Star Wars. And he was still really good. Like if you just had something, if you dedicated projects to focusing on the villains and not just the heroes, you could expand the reach yeah. of Star Wars. And so really much. all these like Revan and Bane, I mean, they could play in those sandboxes without really pissing any people off. Yeah. Because right? I mean, outside of aborted EU or video game stuff that I don't even think counts anymore either. Yeah. You're not really uh, stepping on shit. Kind of, yeah. Shit's kind of wide open to, to do whatever you want. So I, I, yeah, I mean, you know me, I'm the bad guy in this equation. So I'm all about anything dark side centric. Yeah. So uh, that brings that us that, to huh? the end. Yeah. That brings us to yeah. the end of our question responses. Thank you to everybody who responded to the question on Instagram, whether it was through the stories or through the comments. Um, really good ideas here. There are a lot more that are within the comments that we didn't get to but we usually only do nine or ten responses and like matt said we're already going a little bit long so it is time for us well, to I, transition. I can just I'm, I'm starting to feel my headphones yeah squishing my brain like yeah. it's actually squishing my skull at this point i get like a, a spot like right there on my head that starts to hurt because i'm bald and, and, and anytime i have to leave the wife for you know three plus hours with with the kid i, I start to feel a little bad so yeah so Anyways, we, we've made it through the question of the week, the battle of the basics, and now it is time for the top five Star Wars fan artist features of the week, plus a Matt shitpost session. I so That's my here favorite. we go, buddy. I lined them up. You knocked them down. Let's get into your top five for this glorious hot ass week. This week's first top five entry and oh, this yes. is uh at captain uh, ordo cpt yes. underscore zero rdo yes with a, this almost this is like a like a james bond mando I shot and i love fucking it, love it dude like we all know what we're looking at right this is literally the chest cavity of of mando's target's body like what captain ordo did here is just fantastic like i mean first and foremost the guy takes very 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 good looking shots oh I mean, yeah. every shot 
he puts out just it's, it's high quality great posing great color grading great uh, vfx if you will i mean they, they just look fantastic this one kind of takes things up a notch with this idea of hey what if I capture uh, the Mando from a perspective of some of the camera looking through someone's chest cavity he just, after he just blew a hole into yeah, it? Yeah, dude, it's fucking great because you get that viscera and gore around like the the exterior of the shot and just that that fucking clean <laughs> Mando pose, like the fucking you get the little ting, yeah. the little shine off of his helmet. Got the gun with the smoke coming out of it, the cape yep. waving in the back. Capes I mean, posed. It's just, it's fantastic. It is beautiful. I love it. And I like how this is not full Beskar Mando. This is like, this is Mando before we see him in the show. This is like building oh, yeah. his reputation, Mando. This is, this is episode one Mando. Yeah, like, dude. Very early episode one Mando. I love uh, it. So, I mean, at CPT underscore zero RDO, not dis, not a disappointing follow in the least. 100. Uh, he's one of those guys where, I mean, his account just keeps blowing up, blowing up, blowing up for a reason. Uh, every shot he puts out is just absolutely brilliant. I mean, like I said, he's got it all. He's got the posing down. He's got the setups down, the dioramas. I mean, this is the motherfucker that built a working Mustafar diorama in his house. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen those, Nick. I'm I actually going to go pull up his now, account. Yeah. I mean, for those of you that I, I know most anyone in the, in the uh, peanut gallery, you know what I'm talking about. But here, I'll just pull up this one here. I mean, my God, look at this. This, what we're looking at for you in the audio, like he literally used the same techniques that uh, ILM used in Re Revenge of the Sith to recreate... Mustafar lava. So that's like legit glowing lava using whatever sciencey mm -hmm. materials he had to use. It's just absolutely mind boggling what some people can create for this Dude, hobby. That Macquarie recreation he did with, with Luke and Vader. Yeah, that, on, that's the that one I'm, is, I'm looking at. Yeah. That is so it's just, fucking crazy. It's obscene. Like, I mean, the, the diorama is obscene. His, his, the, his, Quality of his shots is obscene. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert, this one with Jaina is going to be featured at some point in time at Star Wars Time Show. It's another one. He's, just, he's got that leap down, the, the slice. It's just wonderful stuff. So, uh, Sean here, I mean, just a, a, a personal favorite of mine. Like, this is at Haywood Pop, at uh, CPT Ordo is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, and, uh, it looks like he is a photographer at Frankenstein studios, which is his house. So nice, uh, fantastic stuff there, Sean. Hopefully you tune in. I know you always get excited when we feature you. I don't know if you listen to us. Uh, we would ask you to listen to us cause I think you might like our stupid ass show. So tune I think in. he said he was going to try to tune in for the live show, but I don't think he made it. So all appreciate right. the effort though hey, either way he tags us all the time and yes. he puts out quality Thank work you. so we love him this next one up here is a friend of cryophotography apparently this is this is at is this, is this a, now is it an actual friend well or is this cryo going out and preaching for us yeah, because <laughs> i did see on the post it was the old cryo hey man I, this is fucking great, but I bet my buddies over at Star Wars Time Show would like it, and he actually tags it and shit. So. Okay, yeah, because he, he said in our share, he's like, I told you they would like it, so fuck it, let's go. F-O-C-K-E-T, let's go. Second, um, I also love the handle. Yes, very nice. I mean, this shot, one, it's <laughs> mind-blowing it, that yes. these are fucking 
Legos. These are Legos, right? I, I don't know if a lot of people pick that up if you just look at it, but if you actually drill into the detail, these are uh, Lego X-Wings. I'm assuming it's probably just one. So, you know, shot one and, and composited it and flipped it around. Uh, but yeah, if you look at Focket, let's come in. Why don't I ever think of good handles? <laughs> Every you, handle I've ever created sucks. The only one I somewhat like, and I don't even like saying it because it's stupid, is my my Gmail. It's Jedi Matt, but it's J E D E Y E. You yeah. see, you see how fucking creative I am. Uh, but no, I would never like come up with intergalactic raptor or fuck it, let's go. I mean, <laughs> fuck it, let's go. I just want to keep saying, fuck it, let's go look at his other stuff. Dude, his um, other stuff is good, man. Like, um, you know, a lot of obviously Legos are his primary focus. So if you oh, yeah. scroll down, you see a lot of Lego, but the Lego stuff is fantastic, I love it. man. I love it. He's got George shirtless George Lucas slicing uh, at fucking Darth Vader. <laughs> like, well, according to him, this is Kira Infla, whoever yeah. the fuck that is. That must be from like your stuff. I don't know uh, who it is. I'm going to look it up. Who but cares? I'm saying that's fucking George Lucas. <laughs> Look, I love, I mean, I just like the shot of Bon and Chewy chewing bubble gum. Yeah, dude. It's like, there's so many good shots here. And yeah, I, I, I hope Focket keeps tagging us because I am, I'm a big fan of, of Focket's work. Here. Yeah, like only 500 followers on this account. Like people listening, please go give this guy a follow. His work is Look, He's got that little Fallen Order recreation of Cal on, on the uh, AT-ATs in the swamp. Yep, yep. I mean, dude, it's just so good. It's so good, the, the the work that this guy puts out. So give him a follow, at Fuck It, let's go. This fucking X-Wing shot is nuts, dude. Like, the way that he was able to yeah. to put this cloud background in here. And yeah, get, also, like, it wisping, wisping yeah. from the exhaust. I know, dude, it, it's that's, nuts. That's so good. Um, at it, Fuck It, it you know, go. it's it's a wonder. I mean, outside of just not having a ton of free time, and, I mean, I, I'm not going to bitch here, but I have started gaming much more than I used to. So that has also eaten into the toy photography. And then the weekends, it's been hot as shit. I just want to play outside with the kid and get in the pool. But when I look at shots like this and just the work that's done staging the shot and then the, the post-processing and Photoshop, it's like, why? Who gives it? Like, why do I even care anymore? Like, why do I even try at this hobby? No, man. You got to keep trying because... <sighs> You well, I have to because I got a bunch of fucking toys piling up right now, and I'm really starting to feel bad about spending up all this money <laughs> to literally lay toys on a table. I don't even display them anymore, my friends. They get taken out of their package and then laid on a table in a pile, in a fucking pile. You just got to take gross. a picture of the pile. <laughs> That'll motivate you if you just take uh, a picture of the pile. It's, it's, it's bad. But yeah, man, fuck it, let's go. I'm going to tell everyone, fuck it, let's go and follow this guy, okay? Yes, for sure. All right, great job. Are we following him? I, uh, I hope so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I hope that he gets some more follows, too, from the fandos. Um, next up is, I mean, <laughs> Wastajai is known. He's always, he's always good for these cheeky-ass shots. Yeah, he's known for his, his cheeky shots, his, his tongue-in-cheek stuff. But this one is next level. Like... <laughs> Is that like what fucking body is that, that? Uh, dude? I know. I, I mean, it, to me, there are like blanks. I mean, you can buy male and female bodies that are just like a blank. Yeah. Uh, it uh, it almost looks like a like a wrestler's body. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> is this Arnold? So what we're seeing here for the people on the on the audio uh, only cast is we have a picture. 
a, a toy photo shot of shirtless Kylo Ren, but he is like Arnold Schwarzenegger in, in his prime. Right. He's yeah. he's like Commando or Predator Schwarzenegger, no shirt, but it's still on Kylo's little waist body, like yeah. his little black skirt body. So it just looks obnoxiously big. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like Kylo. Uh, decided to uh, get on a an HGH and <laughs> testosterone regimen with uh, the Mr. Olympia. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean he he's competing for Mr. Olympia, but 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 Wasajai is also playing kind of on his and Ray's force connection, and it's it's a callback <laughs> to the TLJ moment, but it's happening in Tross. So Ray's on the jungle and Kylo's in his room with no shirt waving at her and Ray's like covering up her eyes and ready to vomit because, yeah. you know, it's steroid Kylo waving at her. So. <laughs> Dude, it's just like everything about that Kylo figure is hilarious. Like the veiny neck, the way he's got the fucking head oh, yeah. tilted, the, the wave. Yeah, the I mean, way like, oh, was, hey. <laughs> this is just so well done, dude. I fucking love it. Uh, that is Ben Swolo to a T. Yes. Like, like if you needed to see what a... A a true Ben Swallow would look like. Wasujai's got that yeah. uh, figured out for you. So at W A S T U A J I on uh, another good Instagram. one. Can't get him to tag us, so we miss a lot of his stuff. But like I said, every once in a while, if IG decides to uh, naturally share it, I'll probably snag his stuff because he's always got these just funny ass setups. I mean, yeah. just, I, I love that stuff. So start tagging us, Wasu, if you can remember. Um, but yeah, fantastic work. Give him a follow on IG. Well worth it. Um, next up here, we have a fan art piece. So this is just a, like an art piece. This is not a toy photography, uh, piece or anything like that. It's from Mario Stavrou. Who we've, we've featured, we featured Mario for his photography. So Oh, okay. I don't know if I don't know if he used an, an app to just turn the toys into a piece of art, but it actually sounds like from his post that he illustrated this. Yeah. Uh, so if he did, you know, Mario, I mean, he's packing the rare double Star Wars fan artist punch in that he can do the toy photography and he can use real ass paint. Yeah, real ass paint. So he says that this is um iPad Pro Plus pencil, which is insane, man. So basically yeah. he you know, probably sketched this out with a pencil and then went in and did all of the coloration. Which is nuts, with, man. Like, dude, I mean, if you this look is... at the detail on the Mando cape, like, just, oh my God. Like, the, 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 that's why I thought it was a figure, man. I mean, it looks like the carbonized Mando figure, but done with real ass paint. Well, I guess in this case, digital ass paint. paint. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. This is just mind blowingly good. The, the colors, the, the way that, he he captures like the essence of the Mando walking through the dunes here, the ship flying off uh, above him. I mean, everything here, I'm sure he's done some composite, like some, you know, like compositing work. Well, maybe he like superimposes I, I, background in here or the sand. I think Mario listens, at least when he gets top five. So if you are Mario, let's, is this a mix of uh, like toy photography that you've used some filters on and you drew in the ship? Uh, you drew in the sky. I don't know, but it does look like it's a a mix of of different art forms, which is equally as impressive. I mean, either way, it, it made it to the top five. So, yeah. as as Liam is saying here in the peanut gallery, uh, you know, imagine getting featured. That's um, right. Just keep trying, buddy. Liam, just keep trying. I, I thought I had featured you. No, I, Liam's before. never made the top five, and okay. I honestly thought I thought this week he had a chance with his Phasma portrait. 
because uh, I remember it, it was an excellent, lifelike looking phasma. It was a great close up. I mean, he's kind of following in my basic portrait steps. So uh, he's a fine young man. Uh, but I don't know. I, I thought he had a chance with the phasma. But again, Liam, he's the gatekeeper, not me. I, I get you. I get you to the dance. He's the one that can actually take you in. I mean, so blame it on that. that oh, no, I know which one you're talking about. That was very close. Yeah, it's that, a good phasma, it's a very, very good phasma portrait. I mean, she looks it looks like a real life shot. So it there does. you go, it Liam. Like How's actual, that? A little mini shout out during the top five. Gwendolyn Christie there. So uh, at Mario underscore Stavrou, S-T-A-V-R-O-U on Instagram. I mean, it's just beautiful. And I looked in the comments of the shot. He said that it is it is a mix of of photography. And then he goes in and adds like this, like the popping details with the iPad Pro. Okay. Yeah. So then I, I'm I'm convinced then that this is the carbonized fat because you can even see like the the foot joint there. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, it doesn't take doesn't take away from the uh, excellence of the shot. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, beautiful work uh, from Mario. So. Uh, last up for the top five for this week uh. <laughs> is lights underscore camera underscore tentacles. And this shit is just fucking hilarious, man. Okay. This is a super creative piece from him where he shows what he thinks BB-8 would look like if he wasn't in ball form. So we see like a BB-8 custom figure with arms and legs and a neck sitting on a couch well, you know what it is, Nick. That's the it, K. It, is that a K two? Yeah, that that's K two S O. Like the body is all K two S O, and and I don't know if lights, camera, tentacles is is painting this to look like BB eight. Uh, either way, it's just absolutely fantastic, and I'm glad you featured this shot because lights, camera does not take typical toy shots whatsoever. Uh, this guy has created his own little universes within the pop culture universes. So, <laughs> you know, th- this shot's amazing. I mean, he's sitting on like the Morpheus red couch. Yeah. You got this BB-8 K2 hybrid figure, uh, petting a cat, looking at like a, like a almost dog-like, uh, what the hell's his name? I Damn it. No, Wally, like oh. a dog-like Wally. But yeah. let, let's just go look at lights, camera, tentacles account, Nick, just to show you what I'm talking about. But he, all his figures are like homemade. Like I'm pulling up one close here to the top where he's got these custom uh, Imperial officers. I mean, look how fucked up their faces are and shit. Like, yeah. And th- <laughs> then he writes stories. Like, I guess this is like his cluster flux universe is what he calls I love it or something it. Yeah, like I was that. Gonna say the, the I mean, Nexus look at the one realities. with Luke. He's got like a Luke sex slave that has like a, like gears on his head. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's absolutely, <laughs> it's like Mad Max shit, like Thunderdome stuff. Oh, I mean, I, I could scroll through here for days. Look at the zombie Ray. Uh, you know, look at this like Logan guy in a land speeder. You got the patrol troopers uh, with with blue paint. I mean, it's just I love the mind that lights camera tentacle has like just what he creates with these figures, because you just scroll through here for days and you're not going to see a standard figure at all. No, every it's... figure he has has been customized much more so than just mashing up a head to a to a body. I'm talking custom paint, custom effects. It's just absolutely insane what this dude uh, cooks up. But I love it. I, mean, <laughs> I love the mind here. And that's why that, that BB-8 shot got picked, because it's like, what the fuck yeah, is I that? Know, man. I saw but it, I know I, I like it. 
this is so weird, but it's so cool. I mean, it's just, it is, man. That That's the only way that I can describe it. It's, it's weird. It's cool. I like the way it looks. And yeah, man, well worth the These top are, It's almost like, I mean, his customs almost reached the level of, of the bootlegs in, in terms of not, not, I'm not saying his, they look bootleg. But you know how, like, we, we've talked about Star Wars bootlegs before and, like, how they create characters like like Stank Killer. You know, yeah. they, they look a little odd. This is what we're getting from Lights, Camera, Tentacles, but, you know, obviously done with uh, some expert craftsmanship. So I would I would like to just buy this figure. I would love to own this K2 BB-8. Yeah, I, I think it's... There's so many creative things you can do with something All like right, that. Mario just joined the chat after we got through talking about no, his art. I just finished up. Just, just missed you, Mario. Yeah, but yeah, no, fantastic shot from Mario above. But yeah, I mean, this one from Lights, it's just like, it's it's so crazy that somebody has these, this idea in their there head. There you go. That's that's what gets it. Because, you know, I explain it all the time, like even just looking at some great setups of normal figures. My brain never gets there. Never gets there. Yeah. What lights, camera, tentacles is doing, that's a pipe dream. I mean, I'd have to be on like a four or five day uh, acid binge. Um, yeah, acid trip and have like uh, spirit walks and, and visions and shit to even pretend to think of this type of stuff. Yeah, man, it's fucking nuts. So, hey, Mario, you're not, you are a little late for your shot. If you want to rewind the, the stream a bit, we, we went just before this one here, but thanks for joining in. We do have some questions for you. So, if you're still on and we're still gabbing, let us know. Yeah, let us know. So, um, beautiful work at lights underscore camera underscore tentacles on IG. Well worth a follow. Just at, purely for insane yes. creations. <laughs> yes. Um, you want to see like a creative uh, mad genius at work? There. Lights underscore camera underscores tentacles. All right. And don't forget, you too can get featured in the top five unless you're Liam. If you use <laughs> hashtag Star Wars Time Show and you tag us at Star Wars Time Show, don't become the new IG. Greg Liam. Everybody. <laughs> Gets their time on the top five eventually. We'll see, though. Let's do that. There, there's Nico, our, our local spice smuggler yes. here. <laughs> he, he, he's, all about, he's all about doing the multiple-day uh, spirit walk uh, <laughs> to, to come up with visions, hopefully, to create the next K2 BB-8. So. There you go. All right, so Magic our, final, mushrooms. Um, our final shot here is for Matt to break oh, down no. from his collection. <laughs> Matt, take it away. Oh, I love you, Nick. Okay. All right. Well, <sighs> all right. I don't even know where to start on this one. I, I initially titled this one Boomstick. Yes. And it's a shot of Emphis Nest apparently tapping her boomstick down on the sand in such a forceful way that it has sent a poor stormtrooper flying and in particles and everything. Uh, so first and foremost... Don't mind the pose on Enfys. Think it looks correct for a ground smash. The pose on the disheveled stormtrooper is shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just it doesn't look natural. He looks like I was suspending him. Hell, I even think you can see some of the plastic shit that was suspending him off the ground, like my little plastic stand. Uh, so I'm a little disappointed in the... It, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that's his little can on the back. Um Either way, I just it doesn't look like a good pose. The gun's kind of covering his face. It, it looks like I took a figure and tried to make it look like it was getting blown up. Uh, it's just not a natural ragdoll look, if you will. 
I, I mean, I like it overall. I think that one, knowing what Infus Nest's weapon does, this is a very appropriate shot for that. I think the particle effects in the background really do send across that message of like, she just used this thing and this dude's fucking flying. And while it's not like a perfect, like a perfect falling backwards <laughs> motion, like how often does somebody I, fall, you know, does somebody know. fall backwards and it looks picture I know, And I'm, right? I'm getting a bunch of, I'm getting a bunch of shit from the peanut gallery here. Like this is essentially, they become my uh, toy photography, emotional support group. Uh, you know, uh, Liam there, hey, it looks fine, tones, you're far too hard on yourself. <laughs> you, you don't get better if you always think everything you put out looks good. I mean, I do, you know, play this up a little bit. Uh, but I, just looking at it, all these years removed, because I probably took this at least three years ago. Uh, I look at it like, yeah, I, I could have done better. Uh, knowing what I know now, I could do better, whatever. You, you live and learn. It's one of those deals. Uh, I will tell you this, this is one of my Hilton Head beach shots. So every year I go to Hilton Head, I'm not going this year. Uh, so this would have taken place in a ditch on the side of the road because, you know, I, I get some good light down there in the south, nice bright light. Uh, the particles are courtesy of the old foot kick method. Yep. Uh, so no canned air or anything. It's just building a little pile of sand close to your subjects and then driving your heel into it to forcefully eject as much sand as you can. Hold down on that rapid shutter release button. Hope you get a, a decent shot to use. So you shared this on November 20th, 2018. When do you think you took this shot? Oh, hell. Uh, probably <laughs> when did Solo come out? Solo was... Was 18. So, uh, you know, this probably would have been a summer of yeah, 2018. Was, yeah, it was May uh, 2018. Yeah, so this, uh, you know, didn't, didn't take me too long. It only took me, what, five months to get it yeah. posted on Instagram after taking the picture? In Matt <laughs> so, turnaround world, that's not bad. That's pretty good. I mean, there, there's a point in time. I mean, even up through the first part of 2020, I was still sharing shots that were upwards of three years old because they would just... I mean, I had a, it was an 800 shot backlog of shit to get through. Uh, that's also why I don't nearly post with the frequency that I did. I mean, I used to be at least one share a day when IG uh, let me out of jail there at the end of 2019, early 2020, I was doing two shares a day to hit the early morning algorithm and then the toy pops bullshit. These days, I'm lucky to get out three a week, typically now just at night during the Toy Pops bullshit, just so I know I'm going to get some eyes on the shot. Yeah. Uh, and at this point, my backlog is down to one or two, so I definitely need to get my little fat ass outside and, and do some table shots, meaning breaking out the fireworks, trying to do some goofy shit, uh, because before I know it, uh, I'm going to be indoors again. I mean, it, it, we're pretty much at the end of the summer. I know people are laughing like, dude, it's not even August yet. Anyone that is old knows that once July 4th rolls around, at least here in the States, <laughs> summer's over, yeah. right? It's fucking School's done. School starting again. Yeah. I mean, come on. So I, I do, I need to get out. I need to get out. I just can't uh, drum up the motivation. This isn't the woe is me shit. It's just, I've rekindled a bit of love for one of my first ever passions, and that's gaming. And, and that's all thanks to Sony. So uh, these days, I'd almost rather spend my free non-kid time uh, rolling through the islands of Tsushima yep. and building out the legend of Lord Sakai. So... But I do. I, I've, I've, uh, these last few weeks, especially, I've, I've felt the pull again. And some of it is, hey, bro, you've got like 
$400 worth of Black Series figures <laughs> building up on your table. You're going to have some hot toys coming in. You need to get out and start doing some shit with all these fucking toys. Uh, but that's the trouble of someone like me. You get into these hobbies to have fun and then you turn them into jobbies and then it becomes like work and then you hate it. So uh, that's my problem to figure out. Well, uh, the rest I, of you don't be like me. Don't be like Matt. Enjoy, enjoy your photography. Right. Enjoy your collecting. When you, you take a shot, post it. Yeah. Get it Not out soon. 10 years later, fucking post it. Don't, uh, don't, you it, know, stress over it for too long. Right. If you get a new figure, take it out of the box and shoot it. Because guess what? If you get new figures earlier than most people and share the shots, you're probably going to get good reactions. Yeah. So don't be like me where you get a nice figure like Nosferatu that a lot of people couldn't get and you just let it sit in its fucking coffin until no one gives a shit anymore. So <laughs> if anything, I can teach you what not to do in this hobby. There you uh, go. Take be advice. regular. Get your stuff processed in a timely manner and take shots of new toys before shots of old toys, even though your OCD brain is saying, no, you've had that one toy for at least three months. It needs to be shot first. You must do it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, there we go. That's some sage advice from yeah. seasoned toy photographer Matt Haywood. And that's the end of the Haywood <laughs> Pop Shot Breakdown of the Week. Season self-loather. That is, you're way more seasoned at self-loathing, self-loathing than anything, honestly. So. It is right. I mean, as Mario's saying in the chat here, it, it, it comes down to like a, a quality over quantity. And I am. I'm someone that would, when I'd get a window to shoot, I would grab a few figures and I'd be like, all right, shoot. Okay, I got that figure. No, I want to shoot him again. Oh, I want to shoot him again. And then before you know it, I've spent two hours shooting the same figure in five different poses and then the other ones are just left sitting there and then i start feeling like oh now i gotta shoot them shoot 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 shoot, shoot. they might not be great shots you're kind of putting out uh, more mediocre stuff than you could so it is i don't know i just i need to get the focus back i need to get my dios up i need to just say you know what fuck it instead of playing ghosts or instead of sitting on your phone like an asshole and reading news that just gets you angry at the world and your country why don't you go fucking shoot some toys you dumb dick it's these fucking things right here that has ruined a lot of our lives these fucking phones social media and just the time suck that they have for people like me that have no self-control yeah Fuck yeah. you, Apple News app. <laughs> fuck you, Facebook. Fuck you, Twitter. Fuck all of it. Except Instagram. That's my one little safe space, at least at Star Wars Time Show. Yeah, so, for the, there you go. For the Star Wars Time Show. So that's the end of the show. So Matt, you just got off of a diatribe. Take uh, us into another I know. diatribe. I got to do this, man. All right. It's time to do that Star Wars Time Show dance. Shim, a shake, a shimmy, shimmy, shake, shake. Give it to me. Let's go. And where are we going? Well, we're going to StarWarsTime.net. For those of you that are new to this shit show we call the Star Wars Time Show, this is our home. This is where we put out our content and most of the topics that we talk about. And if you can tell by all the ads in the video version on the site, I have been looking for alternative forms of exercise equipment. <laughs> and yes, I did buy this Gorilla Bow and not through the ads on StarWarsTime.net. But anyways, while you're over here, if you are new to the show... We would like you to check out our podcast platforms. We're on iTunes, Google, Spotify, TuneIn, Android, Stitcher, iHeart, Pandora, email, Deezer. It doesn't matter. There really is not a podcasting platform that we are not on. So if you prefer the audio version, hit up StarWarsTime.net and subscribe on one of those podcasts. And if you are new again, 
you are subscribing, good for you. We also need you to leave a rating and review. If you're a YouTuber, you can get to us as well from there. But instead of ratings and reviews, we need thumbs up, comments, likes, notifications, this, that, and the other thing. Because that is what drives our success. July has been disappointing. Some of it to be expected, uh, especially in this country. I mean, the virus is gone, so everyone's out vacationing. Uh, There's not that much time to listen to two assholes talk about dumb shit all day. But uh, things have dropped uh, by over a thousand. So that's slightly concerning. So we need you, all of you, new and the fandos, the loyalists, the dedicated assholes, those that come here for the live chat every week, the Tones, the Liams, the Gregs, keep it up. You're all doing great, but we can always use some more love. We need it. We're like Tinkerbell. At least I am. I need to feel loved. And besides, we all know this, so let's educate the noobs. There's always time for Star Wars time, so get with it. And if you listen to the Star Wars time show, the Force will be with you always. <laughs>